Hello and welcome to the No Sub Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week we will be reviewing and talking about POW! POW POW! A double shot. A double shot. Uh, I mean, according to Matt Farmer. Not a double shot, it's not the same day. We will also have a double shot of Sasha Drama. Drama! It's a double shot, deal with it. <laughs> and it's not a double shot of love with Tila, Tila Tequila? Never. No. That. Okay. I forgot that was a thing. <laughs> it's Joe's favorite show of all time. Uh, Dodoy. I forgot Tila Tequila was a thing. Hmm. She thought she could sing. <laughs> could That's she? right. If you're <laughs> cover the wrestling stage for the Tila <laughs> Tequila <laughs> takes. <laughs> Hot takes. Let's go. I'm uh, going to have to develop some real quick. <laughs> uh, I am your host, Joseph Lasso. Tequila on the Rocks. I hope Tequila on the Rocks. Thank you. Uh, I am alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Hey, yo. And the chosen one. It's clobbering time. Mike, not only Mike Booble. Am I here? Oh, Corey's here. But also here is Toledo Joe, the podcasting pro, the king of the No Cell Podcast Network, Mr. Laysell to you, the conspiracy to my theory, the Q to my non, the Ryan to my Cabrera. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Joseph Lessel. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you had me to the very end. <laughs> that was beautiful. You dropped yep. it. Yep. That was beautiful. I don't know where that came from, but... Came if you know Joe, you know. Did it come from the heart? Sort of. Did we listen to the heart? <laughs> what was the battlefield? There it is. So, I'm warming up my cords here. <laughs> Coming oh, out of retirement. Oh, you didn't know? I mean, just stop right there, Joe. <laughs> Corey! <laughs> hit that music! Just for the old SDGs, we have a Marty Janetti update. No, no, we don't. We do. Oh my! He's asking for some advice, Joe. And as you are a award-winning member of his tag team and his son, and his son, he has some advice. He's he needs an answer. And remember, we all remember last time he needed advice on whether or not he should try to fuck his daughter. That is true. I think we all said yes. <laughs> yeah. But we digress. <clears throat> and as always, I'm going to read it exactly as he wrote it. So, <clears throat> in your picture. second best opinion, <laughs> what? which style hair do I go with at a barber shop where the window is made of plexiglass and I can't go jump through it being cowardly? <laughs> Just remember the socket gets the hair done in seconds. The Wolfy Wolf static electricity styles takes longer, which is okay if it's a female barber. L, no LOL. Heard that? Nope. No. I, <laughs> I was like, I don't know what any of this means, but I feel I like the world needs to hear about it. I still don't understand what he's asking. <laughs> I don't know. To can, get we a get hair, s- take can we get some Genetti, uh, 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 Genetti's? Uh, some translation? Genetti's. Can I see the? Can I see the tweet for a minute, please? I, I, I will translate this for you. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Chance is his dad. He's been talking to him his whole life. Uh, or the windows made of plexiglass. I can't jump through cowardly. I just suck. Mostly, I wanted to read because of that part. Well, that's awesome. Wolf. That's fucking funny. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing here. You I, see that? He tried to jump out of the window. Not coward. Not a coward. Uh, yeah, I got nothing for what does he really want. Hmm. It's just Mario Gennetti, everybody. Maybe to fuck the barber? I mean, oh, probably. Likely. Most likely. Likely. Well, thanks for the... <laughs> I've got a second head of hair you can cut, baby. 
Heard. Heard that. <laughs> That's my dog. Judy Bagwell would do it. Too soon. <laughs> Is it? Nah, not really. We've lost a legend. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. That is former WCW tag team champion Judy Bagwell. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. Can, can you get that show, right? Show some respect. Yeah, show some goddamn some respect. Goddamn respect. Speaking of show respect, Joe, who didn't do that? Uh, one uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi. So uh, last night before Raw, they announced uh, a six pack challenge of Dewdrop, uh, Sasha, Naomi. So it wasn't a tag match. No, it was a six six pack oh. challenge. Do drop, uh, do do drop. Nikki Cross. I'm not saying her, the name. Yes, there it is. Uh, Sasha, Naomi, Becky, and Oscar. Whoever wins gets a title shot at Hell in a Cell against Bianca. Mm. At least Becky was in the match. Jesus Christ. Well, well. During the show. Na- well, it started before. It started before. But Naomi and Sasha walks into uh, John Laronias' office with their suitcases and tag belts, throw the tag belts on the table, and they leave. Yep. <laughs> so I feel like I have a little bit more. I don't know if you saw this report so or not. I'm not. Why? I'll explain to you. They were promised when they won the tag belts in like February that they would actually. Uh, be utilized and they would try to build up the tag division at least if they would become important belts they want those belts to mean something and they believe that okay well, let's check it out so like banging it banging it oh. Sasha's like fine you know you guys aren't using me in the world title pictures on either show although dirty little secret she's the biggest mover of ratings <laughs> that they have of women and so has God, been for God years mode. And has been for years, but for some reason they just never utilize her. Um, and this is coming from a person who's not a Sasha Banks fan. No. But, uh, but I can recognize real and... Uh... Okay, no problem. Yeah. So, like... Thanks for coming. <laughs> well, she's, she's better than Charlotte. Yes, uh, but, I, but I will admit, I mean, you cannot deny that she, she moves merch. And she's the only thing that... <laughs> Moves ratings on SmackDown, hmm. so maybe utilize her a little bit. That's all I'm saying. But no, they put her in the tag belts, and uh, the story was they were going to do this match. Naomi is going to win. That's the whole plan. Was Naomi was going to win the match, and then get beat by Bianca at Money in the Bank. Sasha was going to be used against um, Rousey. She was going to. Be, she was putting over Rousey at Money in the Bank. That was the plan. Yep. And that's where they had the issue. It was like, so you just want to take your tag champs, who you promised we would at least try to be important and build this title up, and then you just want to separate us and have us both job on pay-per-view to the other women. That's the complete opposite of everything you promised us. This isn't our first time you've completely lied to my face, is this the Sasha thought. Mm-hmm. Um, so... She went in to talk to Vince. She went to Vince first. Told her, told him everything she had an issue with and what the what they should do. He said, "Okay, we'll look into it." But you know what that means in Vince speak. Look into it. You're called dumbass. Right. Jesus. Well, that's his way of saying we're not going to change a thing. But I'm not going to tell you that right now because I'm never the bad guy here. So, Johnny, uh, they have actually. Ironically, the person they have be the bad guy to tell them that is Molly Holly, the, the new agent for the women. Um, 
she has to come and tell them that that's they've decided to stick with the plan. That's what's going to happen tonight. And that's when Sasha's had enough. She goes in and Naomi went in with her. They didn't. It wasn't a well, since Sasha's leaving, I'm leaving. But at the end, it ended up being we're both leaving. And they gave the belts back to Johnny Ace and left the building during the first segment of the show. So they had already showed the picture graphic for the match. And then they leave. Which is probably when they find out that the plans didn't change. Yeah. And also, like, even if they did before, that's a genius wrestler move. So they've already announced that you're there. Yep. And then you're like, fuck, I'm doing business. Uh, in the old days, in like the 70s and 80s, it, it, it used to be like you'd show up to the building and then walk around the ring before the show starts where all the fans are there, so they know you're there. Yep. And then when the bell rings and you've already left, and they're like, well, no card subject to change, it wasn't on the wrestler. Because they saw the wrestler. They knew the wrestler was there. <laughs> and this is just the new version of that. And uh, you know what? I'm going to say something that might shock people. Uh, I'm for it. I am absolutely for it. I may not be a Sasha Stan, but you know what? If you've been fed one too many goddamn lies and you're sick and tired of the bullshit, stand up for yourself. They're damn sick and tired. Yes. Her name is Stand up for yourself. Do what you got to do. You have options. Yeah, so this is, so I've, I've, you know, we've went over this before. It's this whole challenging independent contractor thing, Mm -hmm. right? Someone at some point is going to have to just eat shit, take a loss, lose. Something's going to have to just bite the bullet and deal with it. Maybe this is the catalyst for that. Yeah. Somebody's like, you You can't make me do anything. You I'm, don't actually own my services. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what the story is with Naomi, other than the fact that she's also tired of being just jerked around and used for... I mean, she was in that, like, nine-month feud with Sonya Deville last year where it was just her getting manipulated and made to look like a fool for nine months. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd be super happy if that was my main storyline for nine months of the year. I mean, well, you talked about, I think you, you texted us. Uh, they probably fired Naomi. Like, yeah, that's know. right. I texted the, that they probably would set an example by probably firing Naomi and maybe suspending. Well, I suspect she'll be suspended. I take it the other way. Or fined, um, maybe even. I take it the other way. At least way. fined. I think Naomi is far more protected just because of who she's a family member of. Uh, if it was just the Usos, maybe, but that's Roman Reigns who's in a push of a lifetime with her husband. She's like they don't care a fuck about her personally. Yeah, but like, but she's collateral to a much bigger picture, and that's gonna at least keep her safer, keep the puzzle complete instead of yeah, maybe. Break. You don't want to piss off one of the Usos because that could fuck up that stable. Plus, that would also get Roman pissed, and he's the only certifiable anything you have close to full-time now. But, but they don't care about that. It's all about the brand, baby. Prove it. Prove it. Fire Fire her. Fire both of them. Make an example. Go ahead. Fire. I would love to see it. Because you know Sasha will fight it. She just seems like the piss and vinegar type to me anyway. <laughs> I don't think Sasha would fight it. She'd be like deuces. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just being like, what I mean is she'd be happy to be gone, but she would debut Wednesday. <laughs> and then be like, what 90 day? Fuck, fuck try me. Yeah, what are you going to do about yeah. it? Yeah. I'm on TV, bitch. She, would, she wouldn't even the, bother. This is what we were talking about with Mustafa Ali months ago. Him basically asking for his release. And they said no. Then he waited a couple months. Now he's back on TV. And what's happening to him right now? <clears throat> he's getting humiliated weekly. Yeah. So I have a weird question. 
This this would be. It would have to be somebody like Sasha that would do this, right? Because it has to be somebody financially stable. What if you don't pay them and they're just on TV? If they're just not a, if they don't, if they're not paid at all. What like does that technically violate if they're not working? If you're not paying them, if they if legit, they're working if they for look, free, I think the WWE has got everybody so fucking worried about lawsuits that nobody is taking the time except for one person, and he's such a douchebag nobody paid attention. Um, Alberto Del Rio got fired and told them to suck their ninety day and shove it and was getting paid like two days later, yep. and not a goddamn thing happened to him. They're, they know they're gonna, they're gonna lose that case. You're an independent contractor. Yeah. Once they fire you, okay. Let me. Ask, it's it's like, what's that dude's name? Satin. He's a fucking moron. Yes, he is. So he had an argument with someone online like a year ago, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe even two years ago. Is how far the back might have gone. Where he was, of course, defending the ninety day, uh, the no, no compete that WWE has. And someone was like, "So let me get this straight. Like, let's say Ryan Satin that you're working at fucking Walmart." Yep. And and they fire your ass. Yep. You don't have the right to try to make money in your field for 90 days. You can't go to Target and try to work on their stocking crew. Right. And he's like, well, of course not. That's ridiculous. He's like, do you, so you realize how ridiculous you're sounding? Nobody. And, idiots. Fucking idiots. Go up and, and cross most judges and be like, yeah, they fired me. And then they told me I wasn't allowed to make a living for 90 days. You'd be like, um, no. <laughs> exactly. Such an invalid contract. Wrestling contracts aren't worth the paper they're written on. The only people who figured that out are McMahon and his lawyers. Everybody. Two things. Is this a work? I don't think so. I don't either. Well, because it's... If it wasn't Sasha, I would believe it's a work. Because this is that weird thing of... This is on brand for Sasha. But this is like that weird thing about the fact of... uh, um, Is that... They they had Corey Graves say that they left the arena unprofessionally, and then they did their own statement. They released a statement during the show. Wait, he said it on air? Yeah, yes. he said it on air. They had him say it on air. Which like, is why I don't think it's a work. I don't think so either. But it's like the he says, oh, yeah, uh, the six-pack challenge has now became uh, become a one-on-one between Asuka and Becky because Sasha so and Naomi. So drop and everybody gets fucked? Yeah. yeah. What the fuck does that have to do with it? Not only did they get fucked, but they also got fucked in the sense that because. Now don't get me wrong. That's the what the match should have been the entire fucking time. Because of, because of how the internet is. Yeah. Before the show was even over, people online were like, uh, yeah, they didn't want to work with Nikki Cross and Dewdrop, and that's why they left. Because in the statement by WWE, uh, that the one I sent everybody, that's what WWE sent out of that they went to John Lear and I said that they felt uncomfortable working in the uh, in the same ring with a couple of their opponents. I can just read it. Thank you. When Sasha Banks and Naomi arrived at the arena this afternoon, they were informed of their participation in the main event of tonight's Monday Night Raw. During the broadcast, they walked into WWE Head of Talent Relations John Laurinaitis' office with their suitcases in hand, placed their tag team championship belts on his desk, and walked out. They claimed they weren't, expect- they weren't respected enough as tag team champions, and even though they had eight hours to rehearse and construct their match, they claimed they were uncomfortable in the ring with two of their opponents, even though they'd had matches with these individuals in the past with no consequence. Monday Night Raw is a scripted live TV show whose characters are expected to perform the requirements of their contract. We regret we were unable to deliver, as advertised, tonight's main event. 
I Horse swear. shit. <laughs> I swear I'm not one of those Jim Cornette old timers, but rehe- eight hours to rehearse your script? Fuck you. What are you putting? That- what? Why? This isn't a home improvement. What the fuck is We're this? Got- Scott, guys, you have to remember. <sighs> you guys have to remember. Last week, Stephanie came out and said that. Oh, you mean one of the greatest heels of all time, Stephanie McMahon? That one. That uh, that WWE and uh, their entertainment were uh, is better than a buzzer beater or a hell mary. Because we can script those. Because we can script those at any time. And so is the NBA. But got him. It's because they removed to the sports profile at the fronts for everybody instead of entertainment. So now all of a sudden, yeah, we're sports. We're better than sports. We can we can we, we can script buzzer beaters. That's definitely the same thing. <laughs> as exciting. Uh, I have so much wrong oh with what that pile of bullshit that fell out of your mouth while you were reading their prepared statement. <clears throat> First of all, I don't believe for a second that either one of them said we don't feel safe competing with anybody in that match. I hope one of them recorded the entire conversation. Right. How great would that be? Because possible. neither one of those women have a history of hurting anybody. Right. Tell me Piper Nevin hurts people. Get the fuck yeah, out of here. No, no, fuck you. Her stupid gimmick is dumb. It has nothing yeah. to do with her in the ring. And Nikki Cross can go. And does well, not have a history. She yeah. was she was better before. She was better before. Trust better. me. She's dumbed down. She, she's 50% of what she can do in this company. <laughs> Half the woman she used to be. <laughs> yeah. Did she snap her leg too? <laughs> I don't believe for a second anything was spoken. I believe they talked about disrespecting the tag titles. Yeah, that's probably accurate. Which is the main reason they put the belts on them is to build it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I believe they said, well, fuck this shit. I'm not going to be. The biggest issue, from what it sounds like, was that they were like, so you were going to split up your reigning tag champs Defending. into singles title Undisputed. matches and then have us both just jobbed out on the same pay-per-view. <sighs> that does not make the tag titles look strong. Nope. Well, the tag titles haven't looked strong since never. Yeah, well... Well, I mean, it's this company. This company actually hates tag team wrestling. They only gave them the belts because Sasha and Bailey bitched so much. Vince McMahon hates tag team wrestling. Yeah, and he hates women wrestling. So, put that together. So, it's not great, Bob. Um, oh, and, and also, they're a minority. Yeah. So, it's not great for them. So, yeah. Um, I, I'm for them. I'm in their corner. Fuck yeah, walk out. Do your thing. So, you want to see what uh, they should be your row. good brother, Mark Co- Matt Cardona, said? Then what? Oh, I read it. Then Punk replied. Punk replied. Uh, I didn't hear what he said. Matt Cardona uh, said. I got it right here. Okay. Right. Uh, Matt Cardona tweeted out If I could go back in time the night I was pushed off the stage in the wheelchair on Raw, I should have walked into Johnny Ace's office, placed my neck brace on the table, and walk out because I wasn't being respected enough as internet champion. He's kind of flicking he's trolling like a yeah, he's, motherfucker. He's trolling, but CM Punk was like, "Well, let's hear him." If, if you go back in time and stand up for yourself, you should stand up, uh, stand up the workers now. To which Dax was like, "100 percent." Damn, man, come on, good brother, what, what, stay out of this one. Just go somewhere else. Like, Sometimes the gimmick overtakes you. You're you're making so much money being that troll. Yeah, just that you just live it. There's you know? there's. There's there's arguments you jump in. This isn't one of those. Yeah. Um, but also, Punk, you don't need to respond to it. You know, it has nothing to do with you. You you left. You were, you proved that it works. But he's, but he he's. I, mean, I, from, I agree with what he said. But yeah, like, he's coming from the whole standing up for the other workers thing. Like, hell yeah, I'm totally behind you. I, I'm, I'm the behind greatest him. Sasha. Just sitting front row next week at Dynamite. She's like, I'm on TV. I bought a ticket. 
What up, bitch? We can do better. Well, see, she can't be Mercedes Renato because there's Mercedes Martinez. Oh, they could probably have two different people with names. I'm you sure. could probably tell them apart since <laughs> right. they are different human beings. I don't know. We've God been, forbid. We've been browbeat into it for 30 fucking years that you can't have two. Is that two. John Cena or John Layfield? Who is oh, We're going to have to call him JBL. We can't have two Johns. <laughs> nah, we can't have that. God damn. For the love of Christ. I read this last night and I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. But, but here's the fun fact, guys. This isn't the only company that's having... Issues with the wrestlers. But we're not done with this one yet. I know. What did uh, Savior have something to say? Little uh, yeah. Or did it wait till later? Well, and I can bring it up now. Because I, I was going to say another question. If it's not a work, he, the Savior says, uh, "I first sent them, then he responded, yeah, it has to be more than a story.'" And then he responded, "Seems like E." Uh, I said, uh, I, "I said I, I wonder what they do now with them." And he goes, "Seems like E's trying to get ahead of the situation, but hard for me to buy it as an actual story." I would like to know who actually got pitched to them to uh, piss them off enough to walk. Well, I just told you. Yeah. <laughs> Split apart your champs and have them job on pay-per-view. But he doesn't think that this is a... Uh, he does, he's not 100% sure yet what if this is a uh, I th- a story or a... He probably thinks Montreal's a work. I have a different thought process. <laughs> and it all comes back to the charismatic enigma. Jeff Hardy. Oh. Did Jeff Hardy... Unwittingly, or wittingly maybe, Ooh. provide some of his fed-up co-workers a leeway. with a game plan a, of how uh, to get uh, out. A game plan, a blueprint. Yeah. If I don't do it, just walk out. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm going to see your Jeff Hardy <laughs> and raise you with Gail Kim, <laughs> who just eliminated herself on live TV. He's like, I'm out of the company now. See you the fuck later. <laughs> So we've had a walkout so, on the company well, because, on live TV, house show, and then not, not before show. Because the last six months, I remember the last year, the popular thing for them is I don't care how miserable you are, you're, we're not cutting you. But Mustafa the, Ali. But the fifty-four of you who love being here, you're all fired. So like, so Jeff's like, huh? All right, I'm just gonna leave then. I'm just gonna walk out through a house show match. <laughs> they can do about it. And then they fired him. So maybe she's like, maybe Sasha's fine. Like, yeah. All right. Well, I'm just going to fucking walk out. Here's your so, belt. Because if they're going to fire Jeff Hardy, they'll fire Sasha Banks. Yeah. So maybe maybe Jeff Hardy's g- given a new game plan to some people here. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, Jeff that's Hardy's for the workers. Yeah. I've always said that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that was my first thought. After a while, that was my thought process. I'm like, what if this was Sasha's calculated way? So I was like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> it, like, whenever you have this, like, grip on a group of people, right, this is not... There's way worse examples, you know. I don't know slavery. Um, that would be yes, much worse. Yes. When, at some point, like the people are like, okay, we're done dealing with this, though, right? Like we're just we're not gonna take this shit anymore. We're done with it, and you're just gonna get backlash. You're gonna get like people bucking the system and like do something about it. Then they're gonna find the glitch. I'm excited. I don't know where it's going to end up. They could come Can to you a peaceful, a massive walkout. Well, here's the thing. Oh my god, this could end up in a peaceful come to Jesus meeting before SmackDown on Friday, and everything's good, and they're back on TV. And Naria word is mentioned again. Yep, it could happen. Or what I long suspected would happen in 2019 is happening in 2022, around the time frame I thought it would happen, and that is contracts are coming up with both now and. You're going to see changes to the rosters. Changes. Cody was the first one, and it, it made an impact. What if a Sasha ends up on AEW? Best case scenario on this. She needs a fresh place to be. 
they don't seem to they don't seem to appreciate what she brings to them. And again, and I'm a, not AEW, a Sasha stand. AEW could use the help in yeah. the women's division. <laughs> I'm not a Sasha stand, and even I can see they're fucking missing something here. She's a star. I mean, not everything is built around Charlotte. Sorry. If you want to go back to the Attitude Era, right? Mm-hmm. Outside of China, who and and they sort of fucked up in ways, but you know that they, they treated her sort of serious for a while, right? Yeah. After China, I mean, the names you could run down to people they fucked up <laughs> and didn't utilize to their best potential is it's staggering. You Molly could- Holly, in fact, is one of them. You could see Sasha in AEW, best case scenario, something weird happens and they fire her. That would be refreshing for her, refreshing for their women's division. Yeah. Uh, because I like a lot of their women. Dr. Britt Baker's a star. Jade Cargill has proven to be a star. But they don't have a superstar women's wrestler like And Sasha's Sasha. better than all of them. Yes. Outside of uh, Serena Deeb and I miss, I'm forgetting one. There's one. And I'm missing so it's I mean, uh, there's Thunder, but I'd say Thunder Sasha's better than Thunder. Thunder's probably Russia. uh yeah, she's probably better than Thunder. Um she's better be, than Britt. She'd, she'd, be the she'd be the biggest star yeah. they have for women. But that brings us to another one, Joe. I believe you were gonna kind of flippy floppy over to another uh, uh, potential um, issue in about a year's time. Should we do you wanna do MGF or do you wanna do What are you talking about? He was talking about Coda. Coda Bushi. Oh, there's multiple. That one's there's multiple. That one's layered, guys. So let's do MJF. Let's do MJF, MJF first. This Kodo shit is layered. It's like an onion. It's like an ogre. It's like an onion inside an onion. There's many layers to this thing. It's a, it's a turducken. Uh, it's a, 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 a turcota. Yeah, it's a turcota. Turcota. As uh, one Kodo Bushi has uh, gone on social media and <laughs> basically kind of you know. Got tired of being screwed around. He doesn't. Did he? Did he do on Twitter what Sasha did in real life? Koda decided that burning a bridge wasn't good enough. He dropped an atomic bomb on Japanese wrestling. That checks out. Ooh, that's a weird pun. <laughs> that, that's why I picked it. <laughs> he didn't. This is. You don't do certain things in Japanese culture that you do in American culture, unless you're Koda Ibushi. Hire Jeff Mack. Well, whew. got him. Uh, what if that? Anyway, got him. So I'll, we'll go over this now. Um, He's been first of all. It's it's for people who don't know. It's fair to to put this out there. Kota Ibushi, at the best of times, can be awkward. <laughs> can be a ham. Be a handful. To be a handful. Uh, just in his, he lives in his own world, and he 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 claims he lives in a twenty five hour day. Well, the rest of us are in a twenty four hour day. Where's that? He's. It wouldn't be unwise to call the Jeff Hardy of Japan just without the drug problem, at least that, that that's ever been reported. But he's an interesting guy. He's been hurt this past year. He's been hurt. And he's had issues with some people in power in New Japan. One of them is named Kikuchi. I forget the first name because there are two people in the office in New Japan named Kikuchi. But one of them is a young guy in the merch department. Comes up with designs. And even though Ibushi's had issues with merch money not coming to him, this is not the guy he's got an issue with. It's one of the older guys. He was fired at one time because nobody likes him. 
but he's got a power. But he's one of the boys with Dick Togo and Gato and all them. So he's still there. And let me see if I can get this right, the timeline right. He got hurt last year. He wanted to come back for some show, Wrestle Kingdom. He wanted to come back for Wrestle Kingdom this year. But they wouldn't let him because he wasn't ready. Okay. Fair. Two months later, they ask him about how he's feeling. He's honest. He's like, I used to be able to pick up 150 kilograms or whatever it is, weights, you know, the metric system. He's like, now I can do maybe 45. So, so not ready. Near ready. Yep. And they still announced him for the New Japan Cup, had him booked to win the damn thing. And he was like, look, I can't go. The bell? Oh, it's the down. I was like, what's happening? Yeah. So it's like, and then he also just showed up in somebody's corner at a uh, JTO wrestling show, which pissed off this Kikuchi guy in the office. And he threatened to fire him. And Abushi was like, you know what? I don't see what the big deal is. I've done this all the time. But if you want to fire me, go ahead and fire me. It's it's your decision ultimately, and I'll just, you know, I'll do whatever. Um. And then the Kikuchi guy backtracked. Oh, you want to get fired? He's like, I didn't say I wanted to get fired. You threatened to fire me. <laughs> yeah, I called and your I, bluff. Yeah, I called your bluff. <laughs> Do what you want. Uh, and he said, I'm tired. And Abushi also has issues with this guy and Taka and Taichi because he calls these guys the cheaters club. They all cheated on their wives, which is in Japan is taken much more seriously than it is here in the United States of America, where it hardly, you know, hardly warrants. It hardly warrants a blink of an eye here, but it's a serious thing in Japan still. And apparently he's got at least morals in this area, and it's a, he's got a huge issue with it. So he doesn't respect these guys anyway. He claims that they've been trying to hold him down and plus other people. He's also threatened to expose all of the inner workings behind New Japan where he's he's likened it to a sweatshop with little children. <laughs> Um, he did the ultimate, like you just don't do in Japanese culture still straight out throughout the Yakuza connections. Yeah. Drop it. Drop it. Drop it. The Y word, huh? On social media. Drop the Yakuza mm. connections. Which still apparently, alive? That's the thing. People were like, oh fuck, he's going to die. Also, he's going to be in a car wreck. They take that. The Yakuza don't fuck around. Yeah. <laughs> take that shit seriously. Yeah. Um, Not that bullshit fucking American mob. No. Cowards. So from there on. on each other. From there on. The people, were, people were like, oh, fuck. Uh, this isn't a storyline. This isn't his way back into the company. Mm-hmm. This is him decidedly not getting back in the company. Yeah. <laughs> this is him saying he's probably never going to wrestle again. Because not only will he burn the New Japan Bridge, he'll burn the bridge to any other Japanese company. He's probably going to move. Uh, I'd recommend it. I was going to say, if he ever decides to wrestle again, ironically, this is probably how he's going to get into AEW. There it is. <laughs> like, it's like, hey, well, Kenny. Can't go back to Japan, so. Kenny's like, been there. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Heard that. And apparently he's. L-O-L. The thing is, he's doubled down. He said, that's fine. If I'm going to run my professional career, I will expose everything. But is care. he going double or nothing? <laughs> no. No. Um, and it's died down a little, uh, but he's still under contract, theoretically. He's still part of their roster. But Austin, he, theoretically? He doesn't plan to wrestle for them again. Um, 
Why would you want him to wrestle for you again? You know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> Don't burn that bridge. <laughs> most Austin Aries is like, damn, Doc. Mo- <laughs> most of the guys in the in the business in the company, the Japanese guys, the the workers, agree with him. Silently. With, that's the thing. <laughs> silently. silently. Oh, silent um, night. They don't agree with how he went public about it because that's just not how you do things in Japan. I mean, that's why you should do the thing yeah. like that. But he, but, but the majority of them do agree with him. But they're not going to say that because they're not stupid. So when he says talk is coming, motherfucker, he was talking about something entirely <laughs> yes, different. Completely different. Got it. I thought it was wrestling related. <laughs> no, nope. I was wrong. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see how this goes forward because... I mean, also, he's still very injured. There's no way he... Right. This is, there's no way this could be to build up a storyline because he ain't going to be nowhere near ready for a long fucking time. So this is going to have to stew for quite a while if this is a quote-unquote gimmick. Damn. But yeah, no, that's been fascinating to watch over the last week. Because <laughs> like, there's been two guys, Japanese guys, who have taken on the very thankless job, including some people who have threatened their lives, of... Translating his tweets to American for us, and do an actual, not just Google Translate. Yeah. Like they know the language and they've actually taken the time to translate everything, and got death threats for it. If only we had like a correspondent on the ground over there, right. that'd be cool. I guess not. No. What is the savior doing these days? If we need a road report. That'd be great. Right. I don't know. Weasel. So you probably seen your last Kota uh, New Japan. How did, how, did, how did he go out, Corey? What was the last match? Not great. Because he got <laughs> injured. I will say this, though. My favorite Kota Ibushi uh, story is from the Cruiserweight Classic in the NXT. They only did once, by the way. Yeah, right? Weird. That was a fun tournament. It's not a lie. He lives in his own world. Tell me a lie. He doesn't get wrapped up in shit like people. So he, he has a match. And he goes through the curtain, and everybody's like, yeah, that was an awesome match. He's high-fiving, and he just high-fives Vince McMahon. Has no idea who Vince McMahon is. <laughs> just high-fives him and walks by like nothing happened. And everybody's like, what the fuck just... And they told him, he's like, who's... Oh, really? That was Vince McMahon? Okay. And he goes about his business. Picks up an apple. <laughs> he just starts eating it. He's in such his own world, he didn't know who Vince McMahon is. He, he works in the professional wrestling industry. He's performing in this man's building. What do you think Vince did? God damn, pal. <laughs> Sign him. I take yeah. stones. Yeah. He doesn't know who I am? Sign him. Making the world see him. <laughs> right. What a fuck my daughter. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else has. Sounds savage. <laughs> Ask Cordress George. I was there because I filmed it. Good God. So, Rich titties. <laughs> last time ending of Coda being in New Japan. But then we move on to AEW News. Has one MJF is continuously bringing up. He's butthurt. 2024. Do you know why? I do. I told him. We had a, we had a long talk about this. <sighs> Both sides him are right. From something we'll talk about shortly. Both sides are right. Yeah. This is a very much a Vince versus Brett situation. They're yeah. both right. So MJF believes he deserves a raise. Tony yeah. Khan agrees with him. I agree with him. Yeah, everybody does. He's not wrong. But Tony Khan said, I'd be more than happy to give you the raise that you want, but you need to resign a contract and stay here longer. I also to agree which, with. <laughs> to which MV, MJ is like, I don't want that. I want to race now and then get more in a year and a half when it's done. 
And where Tony's like, mm, no, I'm not going to do that. That's not <laughs> how this works. I want a raise now. Again, give me a raise in two weeks. Yeah. When uh, Basically, yeah. I yeah. want two raises in the next two years. Yeah. And he's like, no, you need to resign and I'll gladly give you that money. So that's why MJF's pissed. Um, it's good for business. Yeah. Because he's going to go and I, he probably will sign with WWE because they'll give him that money. Hmm. Uh, Tenfold. Tony Khan would give him that money now. Just resign. That's all there is to it. But he wants more money in two years. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, why, if you're Tony Khan, he's totally right. Why would you give him a huge raise now? And With then no have to guarantee these either. Yeah, and then turn around and, at best, have to give him another one of that level in two years just to keep him? No. Yeah. That's terrible business. It's smart business for MJF. It's terrible business for yeah, Tony Khan. You don't Khan. become a billionaire by just throwing money away. <laughs> so it's a smart move. They're both right. Yep. He'll go and see what comes up. At the end of the day, as I've said all along, because he's a pro, he'll go where the money is, as you should. But unfortunately, if you're fans of like us, of MJF, if he goes to WD, you're not seeing MJF, so enjoy what it was, because yeah. you're not going to get that. They may let Cody Rhodes be Cody Rhodes for now. They are not going to give him an open mic every Wait, week. what do you mean? The Cody Rhodes countdown? They're trying so hard. Now, uh, granted, he's white hot with the crowd right now. He is. And what is that? Nobody has said this yet, so I'm going to say it. What does that say about the guaranteed leader in sports entertainment, the guys who know how to make stars, when the only star white hot on your show right now is portraying the character that was on the other wrestling show? Has uh, nothing to do with whatever you did. Somebody, did you listen to the experience? Somebody no. brought this up, and uh, Corda had a great answer for this. And it, I started the experience. It made sense when he said it. Yeah. Because Cody didn't know this yet. Yeah. He was just trying to get a job, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think part of the reason they let him be Cody Rhodes, as he was in AEW, is because they knew Roman was leaving for three months and they needed a star? It could be. It could be. So it sort of was perfect timing for Cody? Because if you... Because you're not going to tell Cody that. No. Because that no. just helps his money negotiating-wise. And But if you know that Roman's leaving in June for three months... And you need somebody to, because I mean, you we looked at that money in the bank promo. It's about Cody. Yeah, it's all about Cody. It's all Cody. And they changed the rules this year, which I'm in favor of. Um, they could always change back. But did you, did you see the money in the bank promo? I've heard. I've the winner of the money in the bank promo gets the title match at Mania. Yeah. Instead of just whenever, which is the way it should be. Which is they need they need to do that because it absolutely a, should be because that's such your main event. And it people sets your like, main event. Who's the main event going to be? And especially if he wins. But also, the whole cash-in out-of-nowhere shit is it's been it's done over. for a decade. So Longer. It's so, been done since hey, 2006? No, I mean, it's been done as in it's blah so, and it needs to die. Like, <laughs> I'm okay with it, but my questioning is this then. You have the Royal Rumble that d- determines that. Yeah. So do you do... So what is or this? Two well, I understand that. <laughs> but are we going to go off of whoever wins the Rumble, whatever brand they're on, that's what they get? Or mm-hmm. is it... Yeah. Okay. And then Money in the Bank. Because Cody's be, on Raw. He'll, he'll, which sucks. He'll, so, because Cody's on Raw, so it's being smacked out in the Rumble. But then, yeah. yeah, then. But then. I mean, they're dumb. But I mean, then, I mean, they're, they don't really do a lot of surprises anymore, so we would know but who's going to win. But yeah, but it's like that process of, okay, Cody wins the Rumble. Well, that's Raw. So that then instantly guarantees. He does that eight times and then he kills a bitch. Then, uh, then it guarantees that someone from SmackDown has to win the. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they do it anyway. We yeah, always, no. we always it's know. It's a scripted show. Gonna, they don't care. Oh, we know. We found that out. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you know. I mean, that's just like, eh. 
Because I was like, eh, good. Because they want Money in the Bank to be one of their top five. And at the same time, this whole like cash in after a hard match as a heel is it. It's been done Which since Miz. Hopefully, also means by the way we're not we're gonna stop getting like Otis winning. Yeah, like it's like fucking Bobby Lashley wins the fucking title. Yeah, match. now now you have to treat it seriously. You can't have the Miz beat or outsmart Otis to win something he should have never won in the first fucking yeah. place, just because they thought it'd be shits and giggles. I mean, it was funny. Like, it wrong. was funny it for was that hilarious. moment. I but liked it, but if I'd have known in the end, it would have uh, led to even a two-week Miz title reign. I'd have said, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. I mean, he's the goat. First of all, put some respect on the name. Go piss, but so uh, but, well, I, I saw that, but then I also heard that it might not be that way. But it's that vice. Well, it's, for, it's, it's this still, company, so they reserve the right to change their mind because they're wishy-washy with their booking. Actually, I, heard, I actually heard the ladder walked out. Is that <laughs> get respect? Card subject to change. Yeah. Booker's what? mind subject to change is so, what it should read. Back to MJF real quick. Yeah. Thank you. Punk money? Does he deserve that? Would you pay him commiserate with CM Punk? Oh, that's tough. Because he's knocking it out of the park. I know that's what he wants. For sure that's what he wants. He's knocking it out of the park, and he's proving everybody who said he had the potential to be right. And the future is longer with him. It is. But there's the case of he hasn't. It's weird. Are you paying on the potential? Or are you, it, it's weird because like in sports, you it's pay. A, it's a sports contract. It's, you pay on potential. But Well, actually, well, actually in, you don't. You in pay baseball, on, you pay on past, you know. Yeah, you pay on past due. So yeah. like, in that aspect, you could say he hasn't earned it yet, but he's, he's, he's definitely earning earned it. it. Yeah. Like, and it's I think a you have to tomato, get rid of tomato type thing. And I think you have to get rid of it in all sports, but wrestling too, paying on what happened in the past. You pay on what they could give you. Yes, he's worth that money. In the potential, because he hasn't, the only time he hasn't capitalized on the potential he has mm-hmm. in that company is when they faltered with the booking and did the Jericho thing. But as soon as he got, as soon as you get rid of that, as soon as he got away from Jericho, he's been fine since and back to normal. Nope. But that's what another thing with WWE wanting him because he's a young talent. Yeah, he's young. Oh, they would be stupid to not go after him. Oh no, no, they, they, that's why they want him because of well, the no, young, yeah, they want him because AEW wants him. And well, they have to see. If the, he was an impact, they wouldn't give a shit. But they have to see the 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 what what could be there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's the right. But who they? Yeah. Because uh, the people who would now work for AEW. It's true. Who in that Touché. company? Who in that company would see that and know how to capitalize on that? It's My not heart. Bruce. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. It's not Bruce. It's I will for say, sure not Vince. Bruce is the best shot because Bruce is such a hot rod mark, and there's an awful lot of Piper in MJF. Honestly, by his own admission. Can uh, do you guys have a knife at all, or <laughs> for real? It would be Vince Russo. Yeah, that too. That is because if you want somebody to just let somebody have free reign like MJF, he'll do it. That is Vince fucking Russo to a T. They're not gonna let MJF cut his promos like that in a PG company. No. Um, but Cody's Disney, safe. But Disney's rated him now. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. So it's always a chance. Cody's safe. Cody's not gonna go out there and burn bridges. Cody. Is a sports entertainer, which is why he is made for this company. Cody is where he should be. He is where he should die. This is where he should live the rest of his life. There's no denying that. I mean, it was clear from the get-go. We all said the first one's leaving is Cody. He's going right back. Yeah. That's where he's going to be. And sure enough, I see MJF. Here's how my... If I had to give you my gut feeling now... I think MJF goes to WWE. I think think it's clear as day. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. But I think he goes with everybody. Yeah, on I'm, top of the young guys, I'll give you the young guy. Darby Allen stays put. Yes. 
Because he I mean, famously had that quote of, if I went to NXT, they'd just have me jacking off in a garbage can somewhere. <laughs> Something like, like, well, he might be, you know, yeah. in current NXT days. Uh, yeah, that might actually be his gimmick. <laughs> you know. You know, closet garbage can masturbator. At least he's not falling asleep. So there's that. <laughs> right. Um, Jesus. He, he'd be uh, uh, Zeke Jr. Or, uh, you know. He's a leaky eel. A leaky eel. Britt Baker could go to WWE. I would say oh, someday. Yeah. She but the thing is, she chose AEW mostly because she could still do her practice. Like WWE might be like Oh that like your, WWE, your career or you're definitely or you're gonna be you're literally just called the dentist. WWE yeah. will uh, buy the Dr. Britt Yankum. You're, you're Ashley be, or Ashley Yankum. She would be Britt Yankum, his daughter. Yep. Yeah. Well, as you said before, MJF would be the Miz's brother. Yeah. <laughs> Maxwell Jacob Mizanin. M- MJM. <laughs> he seems like a Cleveland guy. Yeah. That checks out. It's like, oh, everything about exactly MJF screams Cleveland, Ohio. It would just be like, uh, I'm Michael Jacob Mazan. He- and I'm better than you and my brother he's because he's like, not awesome. See, remember that? Like, so, like, when, when Punk showed up, like, oh, we need Punk MJF. Who's like, we need Miz versus MJF? No one wants that no. shit. And no. I love Miz, but I'm like, I don't, I don't want to see my dude get. Lit the hell up on a microphone. You know who I do want to see go to WWE <laughs> from AEW? Because I think he's got... Sting? No. no. I think he's got a ton Sting. of potential. And I think they just have too much talent right now for him to... Adam Cole. No. Oh, uh, I'm being serious. No. Powerhouse Hobbs. He's a big dude. Oh, he's, you know, fits yeah. his masturbation toy. Yeah. That's what he is. He's, he's got the muscle and size they like. Doesn't matter he's if he got work. explosive athleticism. <laughs> like... I think he would do good there. Poor Wardlow. <laughs> Wardlow. That's, that's, the, that, that's their white well now. That's like, the one they really want is Wardlow. Yeah. Think about it. Even over MJF, because, of course, it's WWE. Look at them. Look at his physique and yep. look at MJF. Yep. And which one do you think Vince is like, God damn, we need him. Yeah. But he has, he has unless he gets a little angry, he has let it be known he does not want to go to WWE. He tried. They told him he wasn't good enough. And he was like, okay, then, motherfuckers. That's fine. So now when people are like, oh, they're interested, he's like, oh, are they? Well, they can fuck off. Yep. (laughs) So speaking of the fun fact of Cody, MJF, and Wardlow, uh, what do you guys think of the fact that MJF is... They're basically doing the same storyline with Cody with Wardlow. They're redoing it. They're redoing Ten straps uh, on upcoming Dynamite. A cage match with Sean Spears. Is it a little... A uh, case of uh, bitterness, sure, yeah. but they are—it's perfect because it also fits into MJF's character, so you can be bitter and have it not look like you're just being bitter. But no, it's bitterness. But also, like, it's like how, really? what else are you supposed to do? You can just have Wardlow be in matches. He's not that good. Yeah, it's like, not his thing. You have to have gimmicks. It, yeah. it is what it is. Okay, so here I—I I agree with Sasha. Power to the to the boys and girls. Didn't think I'd do that, but I'm I'm not a stand of hers, but I'm with her. Uh, the old school wrestler. I don't know why there's no me. unions in wrestling. Right. The old school wrestler <laughs> fan in me is gonna say this, and you won't agree with it, but I'm gonna double down on it. Challenge seven. Especially I, I said I said they should do this two weeks ago and was met with immediate resistance. Ooh. But now that MJF has been so vocal with his side of the issues. Wardlow needs to beat his ass in 30 seconds and double or nothing. I, I've been with you the whole time. Yeah, but now it's for a different reason. Yeah. I, they need to send a message. 
I am still on the fence about who should win that match. Oh, I think it's Wardlow, and he needs to do it quick. I don't know. Man. I saw an article. MJF's mouth can get him back Wednesday. Well, because eventually, I think we all agree, MJF is going to be a face. That's an interesting way to start that turn. Like, if he just gets fucking destroyed... You know what I mean? He becomes kind of like the sympathetic person. If he can't win big matches, well, we he becomes were, we sympathetic. In, uh, we you were, and me were in agreement. Yeah. But uh, he, can, he can go out and cut a promo Wednesday and get almost all of his heat back. Whereas if you went through all of this with Wardlow and then MJF wins even by shit means, you've killed him. He has to win. And destroy if you want to, him. If you want him to be a potential money-making star, he has to win this. Because my, my only pushback would be, yes, but MJF is already a money-making star. You, know, you don't, you, you know what I mean. You, you know, already have one. You know that's true. You know how MJF can get major heat on Wednesday with the straps? You can stab somebody in the neck. Besides that, no. Real quick, I was going to say, but but the one money-making star is already openly talking anywhere about how he can't wait to leave you. So maybe you're like, well, I'm going to make this other star too. What if they just did a trade for Sasha for MJF? Just an, a straight-up trade. Uh, I mean, AEW trades. MJF too. I mean, like it's it's like not as WWF wins that trade, but it's not crazy, I was right? Say they get the better of the deal, but it's not. It's not crazy, it's right? Not like leaps and bounds. Yeah. It's not the you know Herschel Walker trade. <laughs> yeah. So what I was saying is how <laughs> how this can be a little different is MJF he has to do the ten whips on uh, Warlow this upcoming Dynamite. Have MJF bring out Warlow's family. We we I know we even though we did it, had it last time with the roads but do it again but this time you you don't expect it you don't expect the it's all shades of DiBiase and Virgil really yeah that's what it all goes back to mm-hmm. um yeah no, bring his family out make him even more sympathetic have make them him whip Jeff him. an even bigger sack of shit have them whip him or and this is this is asking a lot so I know what I'm saying is it possible for Wardlow. To try and no sell all ten of them, oh and stand there and be like, "Hit me fucking harder," and just like, because you like it's in your face, so you is have it, to be able to not fucking not break. One is it impossible? Because that no. one on Cody's neck was Jesus, dude. But my God, he would have to be the toughest son. But of a you bitch know ever how <laughs> nuclear over he would be if he just stood there and stared at him <sighs> and didn't flinch. Because they tried that in ECW back in 94. Shit hurts, man. With Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> yeah. And he no-sold the first couple, and it made him a star. That's what made him a star, right? That's what I'm saying, man. But after four, he was legit selling everyone, <laughs> which in return actually worked to his benefit. Kind of made it better, right? And got right? him even bigger. Right. But he tried, and he made it four. Because. So four. Man. But then again, in all fairness, that was the Sandman swinging it. Yeah. And that's Tommy Dreamer is a piece of shit. So, and, I mean, there's uh, that. So. And he was bleeding by the third one. That's how hard he was being hit. So, I, it's a crazy thought. And I would prefer somebody not get hurt. So, it's Whew. not the smartest decision. But God, it, can you imagine, though, if he fucking didn't I think flinch? The only, I think the only human being on earth that could no-sell 10 shots with a leather strap is me. <laughs> I was thinking that, too. You're like, yeah. the 10 person. I'm like, yes, Haku. Yeah. Yeah. Haku yeah. might be the only thing on earth to do that. Fair. God damn uh, but hey, it's exciting because there's so many ways they can go with it. Maybe they just maybe he just doesn't get all ten either. Maybe everyone's like, "Fuss is stupid. I'm gonna beat your ass anyways." Right. Fans would love that too. I feel like they're gonna did, do something to be different because you, you don't want to just be an obvious ripoff. Before yeah. we move on, did you guys see the dark side of the ring of MJF? <laughs> that was so okay. 
I have not watched it. I've it heard about a, it. It's beautiful. It's it so great. It's beautiful. Is it like the Chael Sonnen interview I showed you guys? No. The Westview no. thing? It's like they actually like an actual... made an episode of Dark Side of the Jericho is doing the old voiceover, and he's like, and like halfway through, he realizes, he's like, wait a minute, is this for EC or MJF? Fuck that guy. I can't stand Wait, how much money is he paying me? All right, so uh, Wardlow's a no good sack of shit. They have uh, <laughs> they have one on ones with uh, Taz, Taz. Jake, uh, Jake the Snake, and Barry Horowitz because Barry, Barry Horowitz. Horowitz, Jewish wrestling legend, it says <laughs> Barry Horowitz. But it's like it's they should have had D'Lo. But they, they have. For it. But it's like legit shot for shot, like yeah. like. The stand-ins doing moves and stuff in the background with the cameras fading away. And he had everything handed to him, and he didn't. He didn't realize MJF was better than him. Yeah, it was. It, but it was just like a dark side of the ring. Taz faking being in tears and having to leave because what's happening to MJF is too much for Taz to handle. Yeah, God damn it. Uh, go out and get go out. Go get yourself and go watch that. It's worth it's watching. Worth it. the it's, like like, thing. it's like a minute and a half. And the Jericho thing. Wait a minute. Is this for MJF? Fuck that guy. Wait, what? Okay. 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 <laughs> He's paying me how much? Before we get to pow, we got we had some homework and we have some pet peeves. Let's, oh. do, let's do our homework. Which, which, did we which do? homework? I made all we, y'all we two homeworks. In the first one. Right. I made all y'all watch Stone Cold Steve Austin defend the World Wrestling Federation Championship against Kurt Angle. From SummerSlam 2001. Because it reminded me a little bit, not as much blood, but it reminded me of Eddie and JBL, two guys just going at it. Um, there were differences. Austin, being the heel he is, you know, meant the ending had to be what it was. But uh, And it's widely regarded as one of the better matches of the 2000s in WWE. Okay, everybody raves about it. So I thought, okay, I haven't watched it in a while. Let's do it. Um, what do you think? So I've never watched it. Uh, I think this is when I was out. Uh, when I was out uh, taking a break from wrestling. You got the F out? You got the F out. He <laughs> got the F out before And they it kind of blew my mind seeing that Austin was not the main event. No. And it was that weird thing of... Should have been. It's that weird thing of when we go... When, since we're watching the Monday Night War stories, which you can listen to at uh, nosoentertainment.com. There it is. The... Fact that right and that the war stories are now angles, uh, angles the heel and Austin's the big, you know, stone cold. Then going like a year later, eight months later, eight months later it's the role flipped and it just like blew my mind. And I like the idea of the fact that you know the package sets up the whole situation since I'm like, why the hell are the feuding? Mm-hmm. Like, boom, boom, boom. Um, it was an entertaining match. Uh, you know what you said? I knock it a little bit for the DQ finish. Which is also why it didn't go on last. So. Yeah. As soon as they came out, watching live, you're like, oh, Rock's definitely winning that title. <laughs> like, or this would have went on last. But it, it was enjoyable. I uh, I will say that I actually did not like it that much. I, uh, for what I, I like these two a lot, they have, I mean, dumb chemistry together. Like, it's crazy how well they work together. Both in like promos and the ring, whatever they have great chemistry. It's not that. Uh, just the match did nothing for me. I didn't get like I mean it's a you know it's not a bad match. I'm not saying that it's a you know, it's a fine match. I definitely thought JBL and Eddie was better like by leaps and bounds. In my opinion, honestly, no, no, I agree. I agree. I, between the two, I would say um, Eddie and JBL was far superior. What about you, Joe? I agree. Yeah, I I would probably give this match 
three and a quarter, maybe. Well, I'm not three and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half, yeah. I, you know, to be honest, I never really thought about what I'd give it. Uh, I'd have to, probably three and a half sounds right. Um, they, these guys have a lot of matches, especially in 2001. Um, because this one's... This one's actually probably the one that gets the most hype. Because their SmackDown one, I remember, is fucking phenomenal. They just they suplex each other. It's like mm-hmm. a wrestling match. That fucking match is phenomenal. Like I think this is the one that this is easily the most hyped one. Yeah. Because um, why I like doing these, like just sort of in a vacuum, is you. It's just about the match, so it has like I don't know the storylines going in or out of it. And even if I do know, I don't care. I'm just watching it in a vacuum. That's why I can't wait to find out. What Which is why I don't is. super love. The match, right? Because yeah. I understand the storyline was going, why the DQ finish happened, but in a vacuum, that sucks. That kills the ending yeah, of that match. Like if you, that blows. If, if we're following it week to week, you know that Austin's paranoid as fuck, and that's yeah. why he's in the alliance. Absolutely. And that he doesn't... It's never said, but it's obvious he doesn't believe in his abilities anymore. Mm-hmm. And he's buddying up to whoever will get him through the day as champion. Yep. And that's why he's so desperate with the stunners to the refs. When Once it's... Once it's clear, Engel's got his number, and he's yep. going to win. And he's trying to get DQ'd left and, and right. And the storyline, and I think that's the difference. I think if you're watching week to week, that's a four star match. I could see that, but it's not in a bubble. Yeah. And that's a, and that's one of the reasons I like doing this because I want to mm-hmm. see those matches. Like honestly, this is not what I'm picking next time, or I don't know if you guys are picking it. I'm just throwing this out there. Without the build up. Does Rock and Hogan yes, live up? 100%. Okay. As somebody who watches that match uh, frequently, yes. I have not seen it in a while. Same. It's definitely five stars with the storyline. Yeah. Without the storyline, in all honesty, it's four and a half. Interesting. Because they do such a great job of, like, in the middle of the match, like, no, this motherfucker thing is important, dude. Like, this shit's crazy. And it's it's the, so good. You've got two of the greatest uh, storytellers of all time. Yeah. Um, so I can, I can buy that. Does yeah. your mind change if you watch it on mute? Uh, yeah, probably. Probably. On mute, it's probably a one-and-a-half-star match. Yeah, it's They don't work. It, to me, I... Although, you know what? <laughs> However, this is going to be weird as fuck, because Hogan sucks as a person. He just sucks. But, especially at that time frame when there were flash bulbs, when you see him Hulk up even on mute, you're like, dog, that shit's fucking crazy. I'd probably still goosebumps on mute. You're not wrong. Uh, that moment I've, is fucking nuts. Because I've watched WrestleMania 3's match on mute doing other shit. Mm. And when he hulks up, dude, with flat ditch, it's nuts, man. And the same thing. Uh, with At the start of the match at 3, it's him and Andre just staring at each other with the flash bulbs. <sighs> with 18, it's him and Rock, and, the, and they're both slowly going from side to side, mm-hmm. just looking at the crowd. That moment's goosebumps. Dude, it's crazy. And it's like... I haven't picked that match because I it's it's an obvious one I would pick. Like yeah. It's just an obvious I would pick that match. That's why I haven't. Austin's the biggest money making star of all time. It is what it is. Rock is the greatest wrestler turned movie star of all time. It's not even close. Hogan's the best at doing what he does. Neither one of those guys come close to him when it comes to what we just talked and about. Bret Hart's the goat. And Bret Hart's the goat. But when it comes to those Cena. moments, Cena, he's he's <sighs> up with them. Yeah, he is. But Ka- what is he? Like, you just categorize so, every one of them. So here's... What, Cena? Cena's a lesser version of all of them. Yeah, he's a lesser version of every one of them is the immediate answer. Like, so like for instance, if, like, in a vacuum, right? So, so if the other... So if it was just Hogan, Cena would be two, right? Is it a limb? Like, it's, it, as a whole, Hogan's this. But you give Ho- give Cena Hogan's... 
It's like Austin's the biggest like money maker of all time, but Cena carried them through a very dark period. Okay, and for longer, and for, for, for much longer. longer. For he actually, he might eclipse everybody. Rock against Austin together. Yeah, everybody but Hogan probably. Everybody but Hogan, but he was still longer than Hogan. And then he's making movies, but he's no Rock. No. He's no movie star like Rock. TV Although, show though, Peacemaker's he's fantastic. He's making better choices though. He's, he's getting yeah. there. He's mm. since you got since you have HBO Max. I watch watch Peacemaker. It's he's fantastic. In, he's in the Fast and, series now. And he can give you and he can give you the moments like Hogan, but he can't do it like Hogan. Right. Right. So he's the lesser version of every one of them. And he's And that's not a knock. And he connects to the audience not the way The Rock did, but he connects to the audience. Did you did you see the, the, uh, the I saw a short clip interview he was giving about how people did not people hated Cena at sometimes because he would be at like at the shows, but he'd be in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Just sitting there, like doing something, and he's like, "Yeah, the guys didn't hated me that I wasn't in the ring around the ring as they were talking and BSing." He's like, "What I was doing is I was creating my character to coexist with the fans. I was trying to get to the fans. So maybe instead of doing the rah rah, instead of hating him for that, maybe realize he's by far the biggest star you've gotten." Maybe copy some of what he's doing. Or, I don't know, uh, boo the bad guys like you're supposed to, you fucking marks. You don't get to be pissimony that the show sucks when you boo the superhero. I love going to Batman and cheering for the Joker, you fucking idiots. You can blame the uh, era that we've been weekly masturbating to for six years. Except I never subscribed to that theory because it's fucking stupid. Yeah, and I'm with you. You don't cheer for the Joker, you goddamn (coughs) morons. But the Attitude Era brought in... All of that. Fucking Christ, I hate people. And it, well, I'm ECW brought it into, but but that wasn't mainstream. Like, but WF made it like the mainstream thing. So uh, yeah, I would say that uh, so far the best match we've watched in this whole series is JBL and, and Eddie. I would agree. Yeah. Now who's next? Me. I can't wait to hear this. I'm intrigued. And I told you guys, and I, I struggled picking a match. I couldn't. I had a hard time coming with one, and then it hit me before, like as I was on the way over here. It just so happened that we have talked about this person. So it's apropos. We're going to go to NXT Brooklyn in 2015. We're watching Sasha versus Bailey, which okay. is the match of the year that year. I It was my, it was my match of the year that year. Easily. Yeah, it was easily for me the match of the year. And that includes, I believe, uh, no, that was next year. Never mind. Never mind. I'm looking forward to this. So Sasha versus Bailey from NXT Brooklyn. That was a great match. I can't, I can't wait. That was good. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's what we're watching. All right, all right. And yeah. Darn. Darn. Oh, shucks. And so we had that homework that Corey gave us. And Mr. Booble. Yeah. You thought of a, you got an idea. Got an idea. <laughs> oh. Put the belt on me. Put Ken Shamrock in the back and have him needle somebody. Yes, there it is. <laughs> uh, just a little fun conversational piece we're going to do every once in a while. And come up with a list. And for, for the idea that I had this week, we're going to give everybody our top three pet peeves in wrestling. What were they? Grinds our gears. I'll start with my first one. Then we can go around the room, I guess. My first one, uh, easy one for me to come up with immediately. Uh, rope breaks and D and no DQ matches. It's the dumbest shit in the earth. Why the fuck would anybody care if you counted? Count to 100. I don't give a fuck. You can't DQ me. It is stupid. I hate that. And I hate its little bastard cousin also count count outs to no DQ match. Just like, what? It doesn't make sense. It's stupid. <laughs> Totally stupid. What was your one, Joe? What's um, the biggest pet peeve in wrestling? <laughs> Mine is when a you are in a blood feud. You're the f- let's say a character like a la the fiend decides to 
maybe break into your house and maybe kidnap your daughter. But what, what does he do? He'll leave a doll. And this is a blood feud, and you're like, oh my god, I'm gonna kick his ass in when I see him because he invaded my privacy, my home. The match goes. But first, let me friggin' pose at my entrance. <laughs> Shout out to you, Miz. Let me hit my spots. I hate, I hate, <laughs> I despise, I de- freaking despise that you're in a goddamn blood feud, and all of a sudden you gotta hit your spot. Uh, this past couple weeks ago, Liv Morgan's getting beat up by Judgment Day in the ring, and AJ Styles is gonna make the save. What does he do? Hit that spot. I mean... Jeff Hardy danced to the ring to save his brother. Epic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Epic. <laughs> so, like, uh, that's, a, that's a damn good one. That's and fucking that, fantastic. That, that would have gone on my list easily, yeah. but I knew that was your number one. It, it reminds me, the one thing that's really left the business that needs to come back more than anything is Vince not, it's not Vince oh, Russo. Okay. It's not slowing down and not doing as many uh, high spots, although this is probably would result in less of that. The number one thing that has left the business that it desperately needs back is common sense. Yeah, you're a star. You get to do that, and you get off on it, right? But when the situation calls for it, you don't do it. Yep. Tried to kidnap your fucking daughter? Run out and attack him. Uh, The match we just watched, Angle versus Austin, had that start? Austin threw the belt down and started brawling in the aisle. He's like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm not posing. That's why Come get it, bro. That's why when, I, when we talk about when we do the Monday Night War stories and the fact of Triple H... Number one there. If Always he's pissed, pissed off, off and he, <laughs> he's storming down the ring. Or when he's pissed off, but you, you know you're in trouble, and it's that slow walk. Yep. It's because he was trained by Killer Kowalski and knew how to properly do things in the business. Oh, yeah. My number one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I didn't even have to think about it. Ooh. Ross Dome, since I said it. When... Let's say your best friend or your brother Ooh. is getting viciously. Don't you, you say brother? I mean, you know, skin, DNA. Okay. You share the same blood. Okay. Bloodline? We are the ones. When, you're, when he's getting beat down, when he's getting shellacked by yeah. like seven people. Yeah. Um, but I can't run out there to help him until they play my goddamn music. Shout out to Vampiro. Right. That's fucking stupid. So. Uh, and then, oh, now I can go. Okay, cool. I'm going to run down and try to help you him You just now. told them that you're coming. Right. I remember I love when, uh, when Batman's like, hey, I'm here, guys. I'm going to come down in just a second. <laughs> when he goes, I'm vengeance. He's like, I'm vengeance. I'm vengeance. I'm Something vengeance. he just never shows up and I love beating your ass. I hate it so much. Like, we can't have you just run out there. We got to play the music and hit that Titan Tron so the crowd gets excited. No, that is some, again, common sense. It was so much better when Sting just unsafely repelled from the ring, from the rafters, right? and landed on people. Hey, I'm here now. <laughs> it, but no, no, let's hit the music first, and let's get the spooky lighting. Oh, it's so fucking... I know, it's, just, it's one thing if you hit music. It's dumb, but, like, you need the effects, like, with canes. Like, you need you need the fire, too. It's just, you... I my just, God. Yeah, that's my number one pet peeve. With a bullet. I love it. So my number two goes back to a DQ match. Uh, it's a ref bump in a DQ match. What are you hiding? Why does it matter? The ref is there to count. That's, <laughs> That's what it. he's there for. That's it. He can sit there and fucking play tiddlywinks the rest of the match. It doesn't make a difference. Fucking ref bumps. Jesus Christ. I'll go you a step further, but in a minute. What's your number two? Uh, my number two is for storylines going longer than they should. Oh, that's, that's a, a problem. A la 
Cody Rhodes. It's just something here. Cody Rhodes debuted at WrestleMania. Defeated Seth Rollins. Defeated Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Backlash. He's 2-0. 2-0. Best of seven, baby. Hey, Seth, let's do Hell in a Cell. Not really a feud that warrants Hell in a Cell, but okay. Got it. Bobby Lashley and Omos. Uh, we had an arm wrestling. Started. We have an arm wrestling match one week. We have WrestleMania. We have WrestleMania Backlash. We had a cage match this past uh, Monday Night Raw. Next week, Omos is doing the Almighty Challenge. Hmm. Thank you. Your number two expertly paves the way to my number two. Ooh. Maybe my. Well, it's obviously my second biggest pet peeve. There it is. And it's mostly due to one company. 50-50 booking. Yeah. Where nobody truly ever gets over. And they've done it so long now that Cody just won two matches against Seth Rollins. And there is a large number of people online bitching that they're burying Seth Rollins. They've been doing 50-50 booking so long now that if he doesn't automatically win that rematch, people think he's getting buried. He's going to lose the third one too, guys. I don't know what buried means. You want to see buried? Sasha Banks was buried until Monday. There it is. She was legitimately buried. You couldn't find her with a search party. Terrible. That is my 50... Thank God, back in 1985, (laughs) Hulk Hogan's programs always had that 50-50 booking. Otherwise, he would have been a star. Yeah. Because, I mean... (laughs) I remember every feud as if it was yesterday. Greg Valentine wins match number one. Absolutely. But somehow doesn't get the title. Hogan comes back, wins match number two. Luckily, scripts by and wins 3-2. Andre came back and slammed him in a big match. It made sense. Are you fucking kidding me? So stupid. And Yeah, they don't know what Barry does. Savage never beat Hogan. Yep. In either company. Yep. Ever. Yep. Including house shows. Brother. And we did the breakdown. We did the breakdown for the Flair... Uh, Hogan. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was like 31 to 6, and like five of them were <laughs> via DQ for yep. Flair to win. Like, I'll, I'll be honest, Savage and Flair, couple steps above Seth Rollins in terms of already a huge fucking megastar. Just a couple. He's like down here. Well, hey, man, Booker T. <laughs> Cody's, had all. To, Cody's had to work his way back up. Booker T. Uh, Seth has been giving everything to well, him. Hey, didn't you guys hear? Uh, Cody hasn't wrestled in six years. That. <laughs> can, excuse me. Can uh, can you can, can I come back to me now? Yeah. Can I can I do my He's pet peeve skip three you for a minute? All right, go ahead. My pet peeve goes to one company, WWE, for not recognizing other people's work outside the business. Cody hasn't worked for six years, guys. That's fucking stupid. Six I, years. I was gobsmacked because I was thinking, wait a minute. They brought him back with his AEW gimmick, his AEW music, his AEW name, pyro. his tattoo. AEW pyro, his AEW logo, everything. The well, tattoo? Yeah. No platform. Oh, so they tried after that first week. After the, well, his head got stuck. <laughs> it looked, it's a big head, to be fair. <laughs> well, before, no, after the first one. I was one, like, God damn it, three more weeks of winter. After the, after, after <laughs> the first showing, uh, week two, they panned to him and his head was already halfway through the ramp. Well, they could. They had to get rid of them because Raw doesn't use a ramp anymore. Yep, it's uh, they don't. So think of the past. But yeah, it's the fact that they don't recognize people work unless they feel like it's deserving. Jushin Thunder Liger. Oh, he did uh, New Japan. He's uh, this light heavy, you know, champion here, 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 here. 
Seth uh, Cody Rhodes, he hasn't worked for like six six years. He's been uh, uh, at home. I expect it from them, and I wouldn't have a problem if they brought him back as WWE Cody Rhodes. And but they literally they're literally leaning on everything AEW to, to make him what he is. Yep. And then say he hasn't wrestled in six years. He's got ring rust. Are you fucking kidding me? Because also, uh, he doesn't have ring rust. And also, if that is ring rust, then the rest of your roster fucking blows. Right? <laughs> Cody, full disclosure, I don't think Cody Rhodes is any kind of a great worker. Uh, Mr. Two and a Half, I believe we call him. Yes. Yeah. But he has been miles better than most of the people uh, you put on TV. Honestly, it goes back to that point. He's not a great pro wrestler. He's a great sports entertainer, though. Yes, he is. He got that part of daddy. He definitely got that part of daddy. Yeah. So go back to my three. Yeah. It's going to tie into the fans being fucking stupid. There was a lot of options for this, Mm -hmm. specifically. But I'm going to go to my least favorite chant. Oh, god damn it. This is wrestling. Well, no fucking shit. It's not field hockey, you dumb morons. What the fuck else would it be? That is the dumbest fucking chant. I could take it. I could. I could. I'd rather take what? I'd rather take fight forever, which is also stupid. That was my. I'd rather take this is awesome. This is wrestling is dumb as hell. You're forgetting the perpetually terrible. You've still got it. Or, well, I guess you deserve it. You whatever, but like I'd take all of those over. This is wrestling. (sighs) This is Wednesday. See how stupid that is. Yep. We get it, dumb morons. God (sighs) Almighty. Corey, what's your third? Wasn't that? It was fight forever. Fight forever. It was forever. There are a couple of matches that I have seen in the past ten years or so where that chant was fair. Was very was uh, was valid. I'm trying to say ver- valid, varied. Valid. It was valid. Verified. But like three. But it's never valid. The point should never be to fight forever. I know. The point is to beat your opponent as quickly as possible. It's all about the money and the miles. Nash said it. <laughs> it's not about wrestling fucking Broadways every night. It's not what it's about. It's about the only two things that are real in this business, the money and the miles. Oh, fans sometimes. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I'll just fan chants in general. I get it. It's good to get fan chants in. It shows they're engaged in your product. Well, but sort of. But some of them. Because what just takes over the show and. Yeah. What? What? Terrible. But you know where has great fans, guys? Where? Pal Pro Wrestling. Oh, they do. Oh, they do? They do. In fact, I'm like the best fans, I believe, I would say. Before we break those down, though, are we doing another three thingy next week? Oh, we go back to 20 questions. One of the two. Figure out, Fod. All right. Yep. You know what? Tune in to find out. All right. That's where you can find out what we're doing next week. What? This is WWE booking all of a sudden. (laughs) We're not going to tell you. Because we don't know. <laughs> hey, okay, Fabro. Oh, yeah, Come on, right. dude. We, but, know, we know what we're doing. But Pow Pay Pro. no attention to the man behind the curtain. Yeah. Shoot, bro. Shoot, bro. But no, we're going to talk about Pow Pro Wrestling. Double shot this past weekend up with Brilliant Adventure in Eugene, Oregon, and want to be something, something in Salem. That's right. The at least I do appreciate playing that song before and after the show. I told them they should be playing it the whole time. <laughs> New Jack, New Jack just during every match. Want to be starting something, just playing. In the well, I do love that song because Garth Brooks is my favorite artist. So I mean, it makes sense you'd play there one to be starting something. I prefer uh, Paintless uh, Kiss, but I digress. <laughs> so yeah, brilliant adventure at the 
Gerlinger Hall. Gerlinger, the home of Pal Pro Wrestling. That's where it, it all started. Good. It felt good to be back. It felt good to be back. Yeah. I love Mac Court, but uh, there's just something about the feel of Gerlinger Hall with Pal that just kind of works for me. Should we get into the cards? That's why I was waiting. Yeah, so yeah. I was breaking down. Sure. You, you, you uh, wrote it I down. I know you so. wrote down the gimmicks, and he's the host, so I knew for sure I wasn't going to win on top. I, well, I, I was going to him since he wrote it down. There you go. The yeah. opening match for Braille Adventure was Konami Code versus the Bash Brothers versus Falcon Beast versus the Cook Brothers. Wait, wait. Who's Falcon Beast? Who's Falcon Beast? Yeah, who is Falcon Beast, Corey? Uh, Malcolm Flex and Bubba Blanchard. It's a weird scene, but I like it. A uh, different look. Well, man, you know, I don't really like it because, you know, they suck, but. <laughs> it was weird. It was I, I, I thought it was hilarious that Bubba came out dressed like Malcolm. Like, yeah. You mean, uh, which one was he? He's probably the Beast, or he's Falcon. I forgot. I don't know, but Bubba Falcon was great. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun tag team to open it up. It was uh, fun, yeah. Good, good choice to open up uh, the night. Anytime you get Bubba around a crowd, it's just... Good stuff. It's good stuff. Flex looks great as always. God, uh, Flex is so good. I like the Konami code. I do too. The baby face team. You know, I like, I like him. Uh, I haven't really seen a lot of the Bash Bros and the Cook Brothers yet, but I, mean, I don't, I don't we, just like what I see. How about we've that? Seen the, I, I've seen, besides the, the PAL shows, I've seen... I want to say they were both at the Defy show that we went to with Riddle when Riddle was there. I will say the Cook Brothers give me um, Edgehead vibes. You know, Zack Ryder and, and Hawkins back Actually, in the day. You know who I, uh, we're going to talk about them later, sort of. We'll get there. Uh, they remind me of Four Minutes of Heat, like early on is what yeah, they remind the me of. Yeah, the gimmick of Four Minutes of Heat, yeah, yeah. That's what they remind me of. And That's not bad. We were huge fans of them <laughs> then, and it's only grown. We'll get to that later. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I really like the Cook Bros. They uh, yeah, like those like smarmy ass heels. I, I, I love it. Like everything about it. I liked. Uh, they tagged themselves each other in for like a minute and a half. <laughs> yeah. Is it that way? Is it in the rule, I would say in the rules of wrestling, don't you have to make an action and then you tag have to be in? contact? Yeah. Oh. Well, there's the rules of wrestling before 1997 and after 1997. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, there's there's no back tags technically. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just hand to hand. Over the top rope. It's, it is what it is. That's been gone for a long time. <laughs> like, but your winners, a little shocked here. I was the Bash Brothers, a little a mild upset, I would say. I thought so until I remembered they were in the main event for night, night two. So, yeah, like, bro. Well, oh, they announced it. Yeah, they announced <laughs> it. But you know, I agree. I was like, I was, you know, we're in Blanchard Country. This is yeah, don't remind me. I mean, I'm trying we're, to move. We're in Blanchard Country. Housing prices and, are a nightmare here too. There it is, and it's part of the family. <laughs> And yeah, the anointed one. We'll get to that in later. Hey, <laughs> Jesus, hey, this guy over here had a dad a day. And the idea, and I was like, oh, you know, going to Blanchard Country, they're gonna win no matter what. Yeah, right. And in my head, they did win. It, you know, the you know, uh, Falcon Beast had to come, you know, come out and sell the Blanchards, and uh, you know, they didn't know. So, uh, you know, I in my heart, I think they won. I, I think the same thing. Yeah, I'm sure the commentary will bear that out. As Jeremy Blanchard was on commentary, yeah, I'm sure he'll he'll let you know exactly who won. Yeah, the Blanchard, uh, the, 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 the Falcon uh, Beast. Yeah, let's agree to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> no, they won. It was it was a fun, entertaining uh, four way. Um, you know, I think uh, next for the next show possible, 
uh, get a fatal five way because believe that. So. It is Corey's favorite match. Corey's favorite, absolutely. Yeah. I almost made my list of three things I hate most about wrestling. Fatal five ways? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Fatal, triple threats and then fatal four ways and then <laughs> fatal, fatal five ways. That's what that's on this. <laughs> Bam. Right there. Uh, but your next match on the card, which was very interesting, it was the Dr. Cleaver Invitational Battle Royal to find himself a new partner. Interestingly enough, he was in the Battle Royal. I knew it. <laughs> which was fantastic. I, so when he when so we were... so great. So with, with the seating situation, you know, uh, uh, with them, the new layout, they didn't have some of our chairs, so... A little close to Gerlinger Hall. Uh, Corey, uh, close. The, the, the dad and Lita sat... I got moved twice. Yes. You got moved twice. You were the curtain jerker. You were the curtain jerker. Literally. Literally. <laughs> I was the curtain wearer a couple of times. And, um... It was better than water. Cleaver comes out, and he's like, he's in the match. And I'm like... I was like... I look at Booble, I'm like... So he's winning the... He's winning the his own battle royal, because he's going to say at the end... None he, of them are good none enough. None of them's good enough. And I, I do apologize. I didn't write down all the names. There's a lot of names. I was, yeah. I was trying. But eventually, uh, Cleaver was eliminated. So he, he lost his own match, which is on brand. It's Dr. Cleaver-esque. <laughs> it's on brand. <laughs> uh, but your winner and his new tag team partner, Derek Shaw. We're in the Fale Dojo shirt. How about that? So, uh, hey. Me you know, I'm not going to hate on that. No, not at all. Big um, fans of Fale here. And then, of course, it's set up. After the after match shenanigans. The, you know, the, 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 the who's the what's it? It's where they decided to just beat up an old Charlie Avell. I mean. Until one of my personal favorites. Yeah. Drexel comes out to yeah. help. I love me some Drexel. Drexel is fantastic. <laughs> Drexel is fantastic. I love Anytime I see Drexel, I'm, like, I'm just happy. It's like, just, cool. it's a better day when Drexel's around. Yeah. I think we can all say that. Who would have thought that? Like, the first time we <laughs> saw him at Defy, like. Who's this guy? And all of a sudden, like, you know, a few years later. Hey, what a guy. Stand-up guy he is. Drexel's for the people. The children. Well, he's for the people. There's other people who are for the kids. We'll get to that later. <laughs> that's true. Well, your next match. Uh, was this the one we sponsored? Uh, what did we sponsor now? What is it? It's Kikio versus the six-foot stunner herself. No, because we, Rebel we had the women on the second match. Okay, okay. We had the tag match. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. That's, gotcha. Right, that's right. So it's Kikio versus Rebecca. Kikio! Kikio! I like Kikio. Going Rufio, I like it. I like Kikio. I, I, we, we're going to get the chant going, actually. I rooted for the one yeah. who found the entrance ramp. Uh, <laughs> Why is that, hey, Corey? First of all, Rebecca is a big enough star. She gets her own entrance. Yeah. That's true. First yeah. of all, just, just deal with that. She is monstrously over. There She's, is absolutely no denying that. She's she's second to somebody else. Yeah. It is what it is. She but is. Uh, she is monster over. They're paying off the match that was canceled a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, <laughs> it blew my mind. I Kikyo, think, at least Kikyo you was, showed up this time. Oh, she's gotten so good. Kikyo's gotten really good. Oh, yep. God. I love watching Kikyo work. Full disclosure. Maybe I was having a bad day or something. But the first time I saw her, I was like, eh. <laughs> that was like, that was a couple years ago. Um. But now she's one of my favorites. Oh, she's I, I so fun she's to really watch. Good. Her character's great. Uh, she plays. She wrestles as she should. Um, big fan of Kikyo. I like. You know, we may, we were joking with the fact that yeah, when she chants her own name and does the corner splash, <laughs> but always misses. And I was like, isn't like the vaunted Bret Hart sharpshooter when you go hit mad and then you know sharpshooter and I, I there's the the glory days. I you believe. put the S in front of him, and you get my exact thoughts of him. What? <laughs> 
Uh, it was a fun match. You know, the makeup from the night one. Close. The, the first yeah. show, returning it Was this the first of three roll-ups for you? I believe, so. yeah, I believe so. I believe so. I did not realize Joe Lussell yeah. had influence in the... And Joe Lussell special over here with the roll-ups. I, you know, I, I, I just, you know, I pray every night before every show, go, hey, give me like five roll-ups. <laughs> you know, when roll-up a mania comes through to pow one of these days, you guys will be a... Uh, roll-up a mania. You can, there needs to be a card where you can only win your match with a variation of a roll-up. Uh, on the ropes. Uh, <laughs> get a cru- small package, cru- backslide, crucifix. crucifix. <laughs> Plenty. A mahistra. There's going to be a lumberjack roll-up match. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Uh, the next. Um, shocking here, a little result. We had Jaden versus Caden okay, Cassidy. <sighs> who is a, a bona fide star? I, I dude, I love Jaden. I think he's so good. Yep. I felt I knew he. I was like, this is not fair. <laughs> I, I just love professional wrestling. Period. And they've got a great locker room. But I've been watching since January, trying to find a quote unquote my dude. Yep. And well, you banned Hammerstone to go with the Blanchard, so we get that. So you, you, you yeah, well, Hammerstone. This is Blanchard country, and uh, you know what? That's all. That's all. This country about needs that. to be invaded. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> this country does not need to be invaded. Yes, it does. Maybe, maybe, maybe he could join. My dude. I hope not. <laughs> my dude. I finally. I made my firm decision Saturday night. I'm, I'm right there with you. My dude is Caden Cassidy. That motherfucker. That's a star. That. Everything scream started. Oh man, I could watch him wrestle all day long. He's got the anger. Yep. He's got the look, the size. I love the theme music. Everything's believable when he hits you with it. Everything's believable. That's my dude. Not oh. afraid to step up to somebody. Yeah. No. Every, yeah. Don't watch your mouth. Checks every box that I look for. I'm a Caden Cassidy guy. But but your winner here, Jaden, for for over fifty years. It was good to see Jaden get a win. <laughs> I was like, I was starting to get one, two, three kid vibes yeah. from Jaden. Like, Jayden, like can, yeah. can my man's get a win? <laughs> I was like, each, each month he's like the best guy on the card, but he's going to lose. For over 50 <laughs> years. Uh, but a good match. Good match again, those two. I'm just. Caden Cassie plays a really good, dominant big guy. Yeah. And Jaden is an unbelievable underneath, come up from underneath baby face. Like, so. Like, unbelievably good, not like you don't believe it. Unbelievably yeah. good. So, like. <laughs> So this was going to work. I wasn't shocked that this told a great story and worked. Mm-hmm. I, I am going to feel bad for Jaden when that rematch happens and uh, <laughs> here Caden remembers that he lost. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think I think Jaden got a, a preview for that for the next night. We'll get to that. Did later. he? Uh, I think that was a roll up. It, it was. So that's, I yeah, there, was three, there was three in a row. Yeah. So back to back, baby. <laughs> There's chicanery afoot with the Joe Lussell roll up shit. Roll up, maybe a brother. Um, well, it makes sense then what happened the next night. We're so, going to roll you up know. on you, dude. You know. <laughs> <sighs> this guy. Uh, this, let's see. I think this is the match right before the intermission. Next. Uh, yeah, it's a tag match. Mm-hmm. This yep. one, I believe. Was this ours? This was ours. Sponsored yep. by No Cell Entertainment. That's us. We gave you Drexel and Funny Bone versus Midnight Heat. That's a good one. I love Midnight Heat. I do too. Well, I think we all do. Midnight Express is my all-time favorite team, so of course I'm. Of course, you're going to be there, right, right of there. Of course, for I'm it. right there. But they, they, they more have they've more than earned the admiration. They do everything so well. 
it is okay. So it's really hard. Oh wow, it's really hard in 2022 wrestling. It seems I'm not in it, but to actually find people who will commit mm. to being heels. It's one thing to be a heel, talk a little trash, but everybody, and I'll admit, it's NWO is probably the biggest swear, and everybody wants to be the cool heel. Yep. Including the cool heel. <laughs> what I'm saying, but it's, it's, it's tough to find people who relish being the heels. And like, and they are heels in the very classic sense, right? Like, I mean, they will do some underhanded stuff, but it's not like they're, you know, hitting people with flashlight tubes and the, they're yeah, not no, crazy. Just, they're just, they cheat. are bending the rules in their favor. Yeah, they'll cheat to win. There's nothing wrong with that. They don't look for the fans' admiration. They're just there to have their match and win. They're almost apathetic to the fans, which is a great yeah. heel. They're like, I don't care about you. Yeah, I don't care what your opinion is, whatever. I'm going to win. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm all aboard that. And then... Drexel and Funny Bone, that just that's fun. That's uh that's two you don't want to run to in a in a dark in a dark alley at night. You just you don't want to be around them. That's that's a little scary. For us with like uh, midnight heat, it was like love at first sight. Well, I love four minutes of heat. Yep. Well yeah, but and then the midnight heat, yeah, when they did that, I was like, Oh yes. <laughs> in this match, Corey got, got soaked. Oh I did, yeah. I got the funny bone residual. <laughs> <laughs> Did you become Funny Bone? I didn't. Uh, that would have been cool because he kicks motherfucking ass. Dude I, think, I, I, I enjoyed this match a lot, but I I felt like there were, like it's one of those things in my head. I'm like, yeah, could have went five more minutes. Oh like, yeah, it no, felt sh- like it like felt not short, but it's like I was like rushed it, a little bit, but not like not rushed, but also like, oh, where'd that come from? Like, okay, I, I guess we're going on to. Uh, halftime heat, you know. <laughs> <laughs> halftime heat. Do you call every intermission to anything halftime heat? Uh, like, yes. Uh, got nothing better to do. <laughs> when he goes to football games, that halftime, halftime heat. And then uh, maybe, well, no, I can't say that. Never mind. Change my mind. Change my mind on the fly. Okay. The next match I was gonna say it was my match of the night, but then I saw one later. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> the next match, which was very, very good, uh, was Big Ugly versus Flex. Flex playing double duty tonight. Malcolm Flex is really fucking good. And Big Ugly is another one I've been watching off and on for 20 years. Yep. Um, but I marked out so much when he came out because that motherfucker uses Big Bubba's WCW theme. It's fantastic. And I was so happy. I was like, well, I want him to win. Let me <laughs> shout out to the Mall of America. And right. what's the stipulation in this match? If Big know. Ugly wins... Oh, that was the next time. God damn it, Joe. Tripping all over the shit. This guy's fucking I up. I there was a stipulation. No. No. It was just a match. Just a match. Oh, okay. Just anyway. set up the next time. Oh, okay. I was hoping more of the barbed wire uh, two by four. The big ugly stick? The big ugly stick would get him off. Fantastic. But yeah, it was a good match. I was enjoyable. I was, I, I, it's that crazy thing of like, because of. Uh, Wasn't like, this his first match in nine months? Yeah. 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 He made a run in a couple months ago. At the February. first show. February. But yeah. this is his first match. Yeah. When when they turned and they destroyed Tyler lost the belt. Yeah. 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 When, show, when he got actually, cheated yeah. out of his belt. Yeah. But I mean, no good family. Family business. Family business. It's family business. I mean, God, God, does he look like Titus? I guess the other way around. But oh my God. <laughs> right? That's all I could see. I was like, yeah, 20, 20 years there, from there it is. Yeah. There it is. 
It was enjoy. It was uh, enjoyable. Uh, I need to talk about uh, Titus after the second show. Remind me. Okay. But yeah, this was good. It didn't last very long, but it set up the next night, and I think it, it accomplished everything it set out to do, and uh, left you wanting more. And then your next event, your co-main event, uh, star power here, folks. Alley catch, all the way in from uh, from GC Dubs, taking on La Bruja Abigail with old uh, her. Mr. Her conservator. Her conservator, Mr. Ooh-la-la. Mr. Ooh-la-la, that no good dastardly yeah, guy. Yeah, hey, hey, hey. That no good Mr. Ooh-la-la. You just don't have, uh, what do you call it, uh, je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. Well, you know what? He don't got it like that, oh, first think... of all. We'll talk about yeah. the next night when he unveils the most revolutionary <laughs> dance step I've ever seen, yeah. sir. I've never seen that move before in my life. Spin Rudy? No. Nope. <laughs> it was better. It was better. How dare you? It could that... become a sensation, and maybe. Let's, uh... I enjoyed the match for... I mean, Alley Catch. I, I, she's got she, that. She's just uh, step above. Yeah, step above. She's got that star power. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cool. It, I liked it. it. All I could think of is I just really want to see Alley Catch versus Funny Bone. That's all I want to see in my life. I oddly want to watch La Bruja versus Funny Bone. I think we just want to watch Funny Bone. Yeah, that's pretty much, that's pretty much, pretty much what, what it boils down to, really. baby. No, it was fun. It was like... Well, they finally got so catch here because she... It was, had, yeah, you know, it was good because she missed, what was it, March? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she missed I, March, so it's good to get her here. Yeah, the, I, the producer really enjoyed this match. She thought it was... She's a big Alley Catch fan. She it, That, you know, she thought it was a good match because Bruja brought it mm-hmm. and Allie brought it too. Yeah. And the match was fun, I, was fun. But there's one spot in the match that I we need to discuss. Okay. Mr. Ulala was... Assaulted. Oh, assaulted. I don't know what you're talking about. He was doing nothing. He was cheating the entire time. I the I beg to differ. Time. I don't know what you mean by yeah, that. Yeah, what are you talking about? Cheating. Well, you I mean, he cheats more than Eddie Guerrero. That's all I'm saying. There's, uh, there's, I mean, my God. That word has such a broad definition. Yeah. All, all he's missing is pocket sand. That's all he's missing. I would love pocket sand. From, ooh, la, la, if you're listening, pocket, pocket sand. sand. <laughs> <laughs> <Voila>! <laughs> pocket sand. <laughs> No, all he's missing is, is Ricky Martel. <laughs> we need Ricky Martel. If we got yeah. M- Mr. Lala and Ricky Martel. My God, that's too much for that's, that's too much awesome. <laughs> anyway, I assaulted, did nothing wrong. Then, uh, and then and then Ali Cash decided to ride him, but he's a man, hey, not man. an animal. You deserved it. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, no, you popped the crowd though. Yeah, it did. It popped the crowd, all right. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know how to transition from that. <laughs> popped the crowd. The crowd liked to see it. Yeah, the crowd. Yeah, you said it weird. The manager got his comeuppance. Yeah, it's, it's a wrestling one on one. But he didn't deserve it. He didn't deserve it. That's why he got the comeuppance. He did not deserve any of what happened with him. There's got to be a term for getting comeuppance without deserving comeuppance. Nope. But hour. I'll figure it out. Let's go to your. I'll work on that. Action packed action main event. Oh yes. Which was uh, car so change. change. It was supposed to be old uh, Vinny Massaro versus Juicy Finale for 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 the PAL Pro Wrestling title. Travel issues kept Juicy out of the Northwest, which is a sad day for us. Yeah. Big However, uh, they, they they called it the bullpen. <laughs> they they brought in they brought in the the, the the youngster, brought in the prodigy. And damn. So we got. Vinny Massara, no good cheating back. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. What, what did I say? What did I Forget say? Forget about it. He's the nice guy. <laughs> you don't. 
Anyways, we Don't got eat. your pal pro wrestling champion, Vinny Massaro, taking on the prodigy, Nick Wayne. I was oh, stoked. Shucks. I was, I was right? stoked. Yeah. Oh, darn. I would have loved to see Juicy. I'm a big Juicy fan. Yep, yep. But I'm not going to complain about getting Nick Wayne in here. Ever. And especially taking on Vinny, because I, I don't know, I just, I, I since I'm an old, old guy myself, I like I like the veterans, man. I like the veterans who can go and show you how it's done and how it still should be done. As you talked about on the way out of that venue after the uh, night off. Yeah, that's what I said, yeah. and not not in a bad <laughs> same, way. Yeah, same thing. What I said about last week's uh, on the last month's show about how taking on Vinny is a night off, and, and that's what it was. And not only that, when you're 16 and you are an actual prodigy, yeah, it's not just a clever nickname. Yep, but you can learn so much. Just sharing a ring with a 20-year vet uh, when you're that age. Like I told it, you it guys. only help. I can't wait to see Nick Wayne in six years when he's 22. <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> My God. Like, by the way, that uh, is bananas. By the way, uh, little dad is going to screw himself because he's like, what about when he's 30? I'm like, you can go straight to hell, kid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I so Corey has a, a theory where only, like you you get you reach like your batch potential in, like the mid thirties. So I can't wait to see him in nineteen years yeah. when he's thirty five. He's in his prime. Yeah. yeah, in nineteen years, he'll just reach his prime about that point. Oh my god! I think we all will. He's uh, so good. I watch him because oh, I'm god. you know I'm I'm the database. Like I I love wrestling. I watch Nick Wayne and Enchanted Life. I don't just watch the match. I watch him. I study him because I want to see. Because sixteen, even if you've been in a ring since twelve, and your dad was a wrestler, and you're a third generation guy, everybody knows the story. But even then, you're sixteen, so you don't have it all figured out yet. But I want to see what you do have figured. And what I'm talking about is the basics, the little things. He's got a the, lot figured out. He does. He's not. <laughs> he's not your typical sixteen-year-old. No, 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 he, no. Uh, he, you know, he does a lot of the flippy stuff, but that's wrestling these days. That's you know, you're you're trying to figure out what. I don't want to say like like the what, like the next night. I'll tell you. I watched when he was like punched off the apron, and when he was down on the ground. Is he still saw him the whole time? Is he? Because I I see a lot of guys on national TV take that bump, then just kind of fuck around, and then when they have to get up and back on the apron. But I want to see, is he still selling it for the crowd there? Is he still looking like it's part of the match? Like he's, uh, does he want to get back in? Does he show the fire? Does he show the smarts? I was trying to say, like, I was going to say, like, are you trying to, like, put him in a certain area? Like, what type of what type of wrestler will he be in your mind? Like, I mean, I was high flyer, at, like a Sean, a Brett, uh, a the, Sh- the, Waltman. Well, he's going to be a high flyer, but the, at least for a while. But the thing with him is because he's 16, he's nowhere near filled out. No. Yeah. Uh, I, if I had to make a broad-reaching comparison, uh, it would be like when I first started watching Will Ospreay, like a decade ago. I have a better comparison. Yeah? Because because of who his father is and how he was trained, he's going to have just basics. I mean, like, he, a really good, like, like Omega doesn't have those basics because he yeah. trained himself. He's not bad, but he doesn't have he that doesn't stuff, have that right? Stuff, yeah. He's going to be Jericho. Which is darn. That's... If he knows that, if he has Mike skills, that'll be the test. But ring yeah. work, he's gonna he's gonna work like Jericho, who did the high flyer stuff, but had phenomenal fundamentals. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's Jericho because that's that's just it's bred because it. Jericho's smaller. Yeah, and I, by the time Nick fills out, he'll be around one ninety two hundred. Would be my guess, probably. 
Because he go, oh, he's small. Like he's just well, he's a sixteen year old. Yeah, he's you know? sixteen. He's built like a sixteen year old, yeah. and it's just like, and that's where I got the Osprey. Because when I first started watching Osprey, he was skin and bones. Mm-hmm. He was like in his very, very early twenties, and you were just like, you saw something there, but you were like, is it going to stick around? Because how dedicated will it be? Well, but is he gonna break down? Yeah, because he was doing Osprey was doing shit that I was like, what in the fuck. And he was so skin and bones that it was like, is this going to break him down to where he's shattered? Yeah, before you need he's some reached. of that bulk to care to take some of those bumps. And luckily, Osprey he bulked up and he's doing just fine. Yeah. Anybody, in case anybody was wondering, his current trajectory is he's, looking pretty good. He's working out, um, and I see no different. I think Nick Wayne will be great. Um, this was a good match. I love watching Vinny. Um, he's I, so fun I to love watch. Watching vets who just know what they're doing, and he's so good. Um, and it's good to see him getting some of his flowers. And I know that. Some longtime wrestling Twitter people are, have mentioned it. They're, they're, they went on Twitter the other day. David Bixenspan did. Who's, he could be a hot rod of <laughs> just period. Just yep. a hot rod of pro wrestling, anything. But he said that he, he's really enjoyed over the last year seeing Vinny Massaro get some of his roses because he's been one of the best for 20 years and never got the recognition he deserved. And it's nice to see, at least in this little corner of the Northwest, yep. if nothing else, He's getting his just desserts, and it's good to see. Did he ever wrestle Buddy Wayne? Oh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure but he did. I, you I, ever seen a match? I, not that I know of, no. But I'm sure it probably had to have happened. That'd be weird, right? Wrestle's dad, then wrestle's kid. It's weird. Yeah, oh, you know what? I know it's happened, because he did mention... Oh, no, that was Titus. Yeah. Because I, I sometimes he said something that's weird. I wrestled his dad, and now I'm wrestling him. Yeah, I think it was Titus. But that yeah. could have been Titus, yeah. so yeah. But yeah. I'm sure it happened at some point. It was really tough to follow uh, Northwest wrestling indie scene in the mid 2000s. It was not easy. Thanks, Oregon. <laughs> Appreciate some, it. Sometimes you got like some local access. <laughs> we didn't have uh, whatever that Piper himself brought back a version of Portland wrestling. I think it was called Portland Wrestling Uncut. And it was on like the UPN affiliate or something in Portland. We didn't get it down here. Mm-hmm. I think there's some episodes of it on YouTube, but, and then we did have like a local Comcast local channel that had some Portland wrestling from like the mid two thousands. Um, and that's what I watched when I got that pay-per-view. I was like, I need to, I got to see the rest of this. I need my cosmic brownie, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it was a perfect ending to the first night. It was a good, good night of action. It was fun. It was uh, fun. It was a, it was an easy show to get through. I like you. I, I like being in Girlinger Hall. It's a little more intimate. I like the feel. Yeah. I like the feel and the look. I love Matt Court, uh, but I like the feel of Girlinger Hall. I wouldn't mind Matt Court for like the when they if they do like another like WrestleFest, like a, like a, a, big, a bigger show. Like show. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, that'd be fine. But this be like the home. Absolutely. That was just night one, guys. But then we uh, took a trip north to the. To the, to the capital. You can tell I love pro wrestling. It took me to Salem. Which? <laughs> I don't go to Salem. We don't go to Salem. <laughs> Shout out to the yard. Anyways. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. We went to, to night two of the weekend for Pal Pro Wrestling. Wanna be starting something. Would probably make a pretty good song title. Uh, could it? I think so. Yeah, I don't got, see it. It's got potential. I don't see it. Uh, opening match. Uh, we have... Leon Negro versus that that guy Michael Flex. He's back, baby. Feel bad for old Leon Negro. <laughs> yeah. 
it didn't go well for him. The like, sexy lucha from soon, Defy. As soon as Flex walked through those curtains, I was like, oh, okay. Well. It's gonna be a bad night for uh, for the sexy lucha. Yeah, and it, and it was. Flex, um, put it on him. <laughs> Fuck, yep. put it on him. <laughs> put it on, put it on. Good. Did the did the best he could, but to, just to no avail. Remember that? Uh, <laughs> you remember that uh, one time where uh, Lucha decided to, you know, uh, try to do a. Uh, a car, a flip over the top rope, and uh, missed it by that much. Yeah, that didn't end well. Yeah, remember that one time. Remember that one time. Remember that one time. That was cool. So Flex picks up the win here. Uh, still you know, dominant. So it was. It, I would say this. I've seen the uh, the sexy lucha before. Yeah, and I will say it was an okay match, but I've seen better from him. I you know. Um, you know, it might have been an off night or just, you know, but I'm not going to say he was bad. I'm just going to say I've, I've seen better, but just, just an off night. So then let's go to the second match of the night. Well, tag team action. We have Konami Code versus the Cook Brothers. It's Cook Brothers back. This is like straight up velocity for me. And I mean that in a good way. <laughs> like a couple teams that I like to watch and they just go in there and they do their stuff. I enjoyed it. The Cook Brothers are getting over with me because it's like they're just a little scummy. A little scummy. Little little grungy. And I like it. I like a little scum in my hill tag teams. I like it. Little that, that like was, Ravens flockish, yeah, a little, a little bit, like a, a little more like a little like they're maybe still going to um, Skid Row concerts. It was, it was trying a, to find someone. It was our first move, move, get out of the way moment of the night. Oh yes, yeah, a few of those. Well, I wasn't going to move until the ref yells, "Move, move!" I'm like, oh, okay, so it's a spot move. Yeah, the, the, Which the, you should move, by the, the way. The people next to you, I didn't the first time. Oh, yeah, Learned they quickly and they started, they, started, they started to move. Yeah, when they tell you to move, it's, it, it means get out of the way. Just move. Because they're jumping, so, you know. If you ignore them, that's on you, buddy. <laughs> but uh, Cook Brothers get the win here. I was kind of shocked. I was shocked. I was a little I bit. I thought Konami Code would I thought Konami Code had it. I, 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 I was shocked by it, then also then... Like, I don't know if this is anything. To, you know, I just think they were just frustrated that they lost the match. But after the match, the Konami Code, little, little long. Dissension. Little long to lead. Dissension yeah, thing. Yeah, and, you know, there was a little Sean and Marty there going on at the very end, I thought. But then I thought, eh, maybe I just don't know what I'm talking about. We, we might not. We maybe, don't know. Maybe you just had a rough night at the office and you'll frustrations boil. Yeah. You know, well, it happens. We'll see what happens. It happens. They are the DOA champions. Yeah, so. I mean, they are the DOA tag team champions, so I wouldn't worry too much. Yeah. Either. Gentlemen, yes, <clears throat> we, 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 I must get serious for a minute. Yep. Okay. Because the next match, no, okay. uh, we witnessed the murder. <laughs> it was uh, our guy, Caden Cassidy, Star. Um, for over. fucking destroying Zeb Saint. <laughs> yes. I mean, shout out to Zeb. You tried. I mean, you, you were, gave it your all. You were all. You, you know, you were Mr. Card subject to change. Um, because in the original card it was Juicy versus Caden here. Which holy fuck, uh, Jesus! Oh yes, please. <laughs> yeah, yes, please. But um, he beat the brakes off of this dude. I was yes, gonna say he, he beat did. the brakes off of this dude. Yes, he did. Because at one point, uh, Zeb, he got he got he got fired up, got a little offense going, knocked Caden outside, uh, jumped through the ropes, was caught, and was like, oh, "That's gonna be a problem," and then um, disappeared. Because I'm pretty sure he was slammed through the earth. <laughs> yes, he was. Did we <laughs> see him ever again? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. 
He scraped him up. I mean, they were trying to ask if anybody had seen any kidneys or spleens. Or like. Oh, yeah, shout out to uh, the influencer, Brian Zane, pulling quadruple duty this yeah. weekend. Commissioner, commentator, <laughs> uh, ring announcer. But you know what? I, I just got to say something, influencer. Step up your gimmick sock game. Uh, sort yourself out. Uh, don't worry about that. Socks are Garrett's thing. Uh, you keep doing you. You're perfect just the way you are, sir. And you're the real influencer, not that jabroni on AEW. Now he's a wizard. Whatever. Yeah, he's a wizard now. But anyways. <laughs> every week he gets a new gimmick. But, uh, God, Caden Cassidy, Jesus. Killed a man. That was, was mean. Fun to watch. That was just mean. The thump, fun to watch. <laughs> the thump on the ground. With that the, was so, so I didn't go to the last show. Was yeah. it, uh, who was the suplex? Was it, it was hammer it was and flex. hammer and flex. Was it like that or was it louder? This was louder. This was louder. And we were across a ring. This one, the you one. You were sitting next to it. That, that yeah. was right behind us and it looked like you it heard, hurt like you, a, Like we heard the thud from hammer and flex, but we felt. Yeah, this one was louder. <laughs> this one. Dude, it was, was like, like, I have never. The only person I've seen slam harder on the outside is Jamie Noble from Sheamus. <laughs> yeah. My God. It was fun to watch. But good on Zeb Saint. Good, good on you. Come on, dude. <laughs> and then the next match, back to tag team action uh, from the night before. Dr. Cleaver and his new tag team partner, Derek Shaw, taking on Drexel and Charlie Avell. It was exactly what I thought it would be. Yep. If, like, after the, the night before, I could have visualized completely what this was. And that's what, what I thought it would be. It's fun. It's them, it's, them, it's them helping the Oregon wrestling yeah, school. It's, 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 it's them trying to help. Prom- it's them teaming with the younger dudes. Yep. Um, and it was fun. Plus, we'll see Drexel again, which is never Plus, a bad yeah, thing. Uh, the fun part the of it. Came, came out with music. staples. <laughs> Put the gun away. It's and there not was some, here. There were some, some fans who uh, apparently never experienced wrestling before, and that was fun to watch. Oh, uh, um, we had our first fan from like the very first show we've went to. Yeah. The guy there. Yeah, well, the guy. We, we had a, a a woman that was sitting across from us to like the like she was eleven o'clock. Thoroughly confused about what was happening she, most of this all. night, and it looked like a thoroughly confused in a bad way. Like, yeah. what did you drag me to? Yes, yeah. But yeah. I was waiting. I was like, uh, there was a couple parts coming up. That you, there yeah. were two parts. One I didn't yeah. think of that you did. Yeah, but I was like, eh, we'll still see what happens. Yeah, what happened? We'll see. But yeah, so uh, Cleaver and uh, Shaw get the win here. Uh, so their debut as tag team is, is successful. He's found his new tag team partner. So good news there. We'll see how, how that lasts. Uh, I would just recommend Shaw not uh, messing up. Just, that's all I'm going to say. Just don't fuck up. Yeah, don't fuck up. Because uh, it'll be a problem. Next match. Uh, kind of the... Really some star power here for, the, for this match. Uh, we had Rebel Kell versus Alley Catch. This was... Brought to you by... Brought to you by... Entertainment.com. This is a uh, yeah, it's a big deal. It was, it's I, a big deal. I knew what was happening uh, about seven minutes in when <laughs> was, I was like, was there's chain wrestling for seven still minutes. Still chain wrestling. <laughs> this, there's gonna be some interference, and we, we're making a tag match play. We 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 felt we made the joke because yeah, like it was like five minutes of chain, like three to four. That's good three, chain wrestling. Three to five, five minutes of chain stuff, wrestling, but, and all of a sudden we're like, we were like, this is. Taking a while. This is on, yeah. uh, unlike this these is, two. This is a weird match. <laughs> this is uncharacteristically long baby face chain wrestling. And then, uh, wouldn't you know what? That no good ooh la la comes out and sticks his damn nose where it doesn't need to be. Who do you to doubt? Who do you to doubt? Ooh la la. First of all, this guy. He 
he showed up because uh, he heard there was a show called Want to Be Starting Something. Yep. And he had a fire new dance move to reveal to the world. Yes. What was that? It was the uh, Ooh La La Walk. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like it. Oh, it was, I it think was beautiful. Be revolutionary. That was terrible. He, he wears a salt in the night before, and he's like, I'm a still a team player. I need to reveal my new move. So he right. had uh, his two uh, jackasses come out and attack the faces. Well, it was kind of like the Unholy Alliance, really. Because, I mean. He had Kikio he, and, uh, he, and La Bruja come he out. He is the conservator for he La Bruja. Is. He is. As far as we know, there's no business arrangement with Kikio. It was just uh, this. Seems like there is. It was more like this just suits my needs at the moment. I'm going to call shenanigans on that. Yeah, I, you can call whoever you want. But yeah, then the, you can call you. Tell the, them about the ooh-la-la walk. Yeah. Somebody needs to take that to some, like, yeah, big-time <laughs> stages. Yeah. But then the commish does the right thing. Oh. Steps oh, up. Oh, here we go. And he puts him in a tag match play. You want to get involved? Now you're involved. And now we have Rebel waiting. and Alley as a team. Re- Rebel Catch taking on Rebel catch, yep. Kikio. I was waiting La for Bruja. someone to have to go one-on-one with The Undertaker. That's next. That's next Damn. week. <laughs> but good classic storytelling. Nice. This That's is what, fantastic. you know, it's, it's a mean- good way to use people. We made the joke. Who had it in their creative control clause? I was like, <laughs> between Rebel and Cali, who's like, yeah, I ain't taking the loss of playoff. <laughs> <laughs> but as they should, Rebel Catch got the win. There was some miscommunication at times. Yeah, you, with you the, know. With the other team. You, you know, a super kick here, an elbow <laughs> drop here. I, on the elbow <laughs> drop, I was like, uh, it's going to take a lot of explaining to say that that was accidental. <laughs> so, because she, Alley Catch moved. She moved and, for a while. <laughs> she moved and tagged in, and then she dropped it elbow. Alley Catch, Alley Catch moved, and then did, stood up, and then all of a sudden, La Bruja dropped the elbow. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, missed it by, you know, missed it by <laughs> that much. Yeah, I think that might have been on purpose. Just going to throw that out there. Take a little receipt for that super kick earlier. Just, just to throw that out there. What are you talking about? She super kicked her too. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I mean, Ulala can't. He isn't a good conservator. What are you gonna I do? Mean, what are you gonna do? He he can't be in the ring. Like he could. Oh but yeah, but he shouldn't. Yeah, that's not a conservator's place. Yeah. <laughs> so we had uh, our intermission. I just like the Ulala walk. You know, or halftime heat. Halftime heat. And afterwards, <laughs> this time you weren't kidding because that Croc Center was hot. Uh yeah, yeah. Lost the lost the poundage there, so good news. My you know, God, it was hot. You know, silver lining. Yeah. Uh, however, after the break, I mean, if it was already hot, they turned that bitch up to there, eleven. This is the reason I went to the show. Uh, we have Midnight Heat versus Nick Wayne and Titus Alexander. Oh, yes, dang. please. We'll get to the end of the course. Uh, it ends in a uh, time limit draw. Darn. Oh darn! Oh shucks! There might be a rematch. Shucky, shucky! You quack, hate quack. to see that. Uh, this was great. This I, was so good. I I was just studying this match. I was like, it's crazy, right? How much we've talked about how good Nick Wayne is, Titus, and the other three are a level above that still, yep. and Titus is above the other two. My, we talked about it. It's going to be a real sad day very soon. We don't see a lot of Titus anymore. On the local shows. We'll see him on TV. Well, he's going to be uh, everywhere nationally, but... Because uh, that dude... I mean, you want to... Who, who put him over, Corey? Can I bring it up? Yeah, in fact, you know, let me just pop right here. Yeah. I, I was able to catch uh, West Coast Pro's Ill-Mannered show on IWTV. Ooh, I finished best. watching it today. Good mini event with uh, 
Family business. Vinny Massaro beating uh, Bill Biff Music. Probably cheated. Uh, no, but you know. He, but Will Osprey. Show me proof. Yeah, hang on. You show me proof <laughs> right. when he cheats. Uh, anytime he's out there, he's cheating. I, I need proof constantly. Show me, show me proof. He's breathing. He's cheating. Show me proof. Will Osprey versus. God damn it! Show me proof versus Titus Alexander. Yes, please. Um, did not disappoint. <laughs> and after the match was over, and Osprey won, yeah. but it took a little more than maybe people would expect. And he's still a dick. Uh, he's, he's a prick. You know? yeah. he, shoving no, prick. a woman out of the way because she wouldn't get out of his way when he was coming down was a I mean, you know, don't mean the way. And then begging her forgiveness after the match. Like, Osprey's a dick. But before he leaves, he and Titus is in the corner, you know, re- you know rehabilitating. And he's like, he's just like, goes, I'm watching you. Because yep. I know you're a problem now. Like... I I was I didn't take you seriously before. I'm watching your ass now, and I thought that was really cool. Um, and then he tweeted. He's like, you know, that was me being ignorant. He's like, I've had I've had guys in the back tell me about this guy, and it's not that I didn't believe him. But I was just busy and whatever. And then I come in, and uh, this this guy's a star. He's Titus is fucking yeah. legit, dude. He's like, this guy's gonna be something, and I can't wait to see. I mean, that's why it took five people from that bastard family to beat him for the title. I mean, it is what it is. Can't beat him one-on-one, Vinny. I don't know what you're talking about. Vinny's scared. That's what it is. I don't, I don't quite remember it going down what? like that. But Wait, right. what? So, Who the hell are you talking about? That match was good, though. And then my favorite part, because he's a heel in West Coast. Yeah. But he got the baby face pop coming out. Yep. And after the match, he's got the mic, and he's like, you know, I just... He's still kind of healers, because he's like... I know you guys were coming here before I started wrestling here, and I know you still come because of me. And he's like, and I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you to me. Fuck all of you. I don't need any of you. <laughs> it's all about me. <laughs> I was like, yes. Oh, but back to this. Uh, this was classic great. Classic tag match. This was great. I mean, Jesus. Uh, and like I said, this is what I was watching. I like to watch the young guys because I want to see. You were uh, noticeably silent. I was, yeah. I was, I was in study mode. <laughs> I like to see are they keeping it up at the whole time? Like I said, there are plenty of guys on national TV who just sell or show any kind of emotion just for the spots they're in. Yeah, and then it's like nothing happened after that. And I like to and see if the fundamentals are there, which I knew they would be. Yeah. But yeah, do they sell the whole time when they get punched off the rope? Do they do they sell it on the floor, or do they just kind of sell it for a second and then just sit there? And, and we go? were at the corner yeah. with Titus and Nick, and like, damn, Titus got the bloody nose. Uh, the midnight. Yeah, heat. Let's see what happened? Did he catch an elbow or something? I, I think, yeah, I think it was something like elbow that. or knee or something. I want to say. I want to say the midnight heat were exactly what they should have been. It's just the fucking heel tacking. Didn't do anything outlandish. Just trying to win. We had like that four minutes of headlocks. Uh, that to me, like I said, that's I'm good like, stuff. Somebody was oh, watching shit. Midnight Express against the Fantastics. There it is. It may, may not have even been someone in the match. It's just been someone else, and then they were like, hey, you know what you should do? Uh, because that first part just straight up reminded me of Midnight's and Fantastics, and that's a beautiful thing as far as I'm concerned. Because uh, I will take Dirty Secret, if you want money-making, it's Midnight Express and Rock and Roll Express, and those matches were fantastic yep. as well. But if you want the best tag team matches, it's the Midnight's and Fantastics. That's the money. Who's the Fantastics? Bobby Fulton and Tommy Rogers. There it is. R.I.P. Tommy Rogers. Bobby Fulton ain't doing so great. Right. So, yeah, I just, I mean, 
I could watch this match all day, and uh, we probably will get another one. Oh, dang. It, it was about <laughs> four minutes probably before the bell rang where I kind of thought, we're getting a, we're getting a schmoz here. But that's cool. Not a bad schmoz. No, 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 I'm fine yeah, no. with it. Uh, especially since if there was just one pet peeve I have, and it's not the workers, it was just the it's the young bucks bastardization of tag team wrestling, I call it. It's not an altogether terrible thing, but mm. after a while, it was just all four guys in for like ten minutes. Straight. It felt yeah. So I would say it, for for me, it, I at first I was like, thought I noticed what are you doing? It. Get control yeah. of the match. I yeah. thought I caught it because like I, I like it's one of those things. I'm watching the match and like I think I heard like Benjamin say like six minutes left. Yeah, and then all of a sudden the wrestlers went like, "What do we do?" Like because because that final like final six minutes. Was an all-out brawl between both teams. You know, there was oh, no I more thoroughly t- enjoyed every minute of it. Oh, I did too. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, there was no more tagging. What no. you're saying with the Young Bucks thing? Yeah, it was uh, Tyus Tate. You know, beating up Ricky in one corner while the other two are on and the also, other. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, to the f- quote-unquote fans, um, Eddie doesn't suck. Maybe stop yelling that 400 times. I, I love that there's such there's like such strong Eddie Pearl hate in Portland. Just <laughs> like. What are you? What I are we doing? It. it just carries over. It doesn't matter what's happening. It's like Eddie sucks. Eddie <laughs> um, sucks. Ricky, yeah. That's the that's part of that being you. you that's what you get. You, you yeah, be the hill. You be the hill, and you just you 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 lean into it instead of being the cool hill. Um, this is great. I to me it was. I want. I'm not complaining about the lack of tag team wrestling structure at the end. That's just how tag team wrestling is nowadays. Uh. To me, I was impressed because it kind of married the two together. You had the traditional old school that I love so much in the beginning, and it kind of seamlessly just turned into what is a modern day tag team match, mm-hmm. and it did as well as you could possibly. And they hope can for do both styles. Yes, and they both and all four can do all four styles. Both styles. Nothing to complain about here. Um, I knew it would. This was the match that I had earmarked. I was like, okay, so this I mean, we said, and it was. I would I would say it was the match of the week, and we said it before when everything was announced. Like, well, that's you know, that's gonna be the match of the night. Good luck following that. Speaking of which, <clears throat> our man Jaden I mean, for they, over fifty years. I mean, our man Jaden. They put the right people on after. They did. I mean, for over fifty years. So yeah, so yeah, time to time, yeah, time to draw on that match. Uh, so the next match was Jaden versus Funny Bone. This was one of the um, this acts the we wanted to come out. Yes, this was the moment for the fan that looked in. Boredom isn't right. No, she. I would not uh, classify it as boredom. Apathy? Uh, maybe at times more just like bemusement. Like why, what? Bemusement's am, a good word. Where am I? What am I doing here? Like, Bemusement's a good word. It's the, what, is what is going on? Yeah. And I, I specifically wanted to see how funny Bone went over with that person. Uh, because I thought if anything's gonna pop this person, <laughs> it's, it, it'll be this gentleman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And she did look mildly aghast at first. <laughs> she was like, "What? What is this?" <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Funny Bone gets that reaction from a lot of people. Yes, like, um, what? <laughs> like, what? Is, what is happening right now? <laughs> the first time I saw Funny Bone, I was like, "Huh? <laughs> All right, <laughs> this is different." The children love Funny Bone. He's for the kids. I mean, he's for the kids, for the kids. Uh, as uh, proved in this match, by the way. We'll get to it at the end. Yeah. Uh, going back and forth here. Uh, I think we talked about it. Seemed a little 
tamer funny bone? Well, I'd heard that they'd asked uh, for the language to be cleaned up um, at this show. For this one, yeah. Um, which is understandable. But also, he's undoubtedly a baby face now. The team with Draxel. And, I mean, yeah. yeah he's, he's, just, he's a baby face. He's a baby face. So you'll, you know, sometimes you'll change some of your rougher edges for that run. But uh, so Jaden loses. It's, it's not like we got a, but it's not like we got a vanilla ice cream yeah, funny bone, know, by the way. So like, for over 50 so years. So Jaden takes the loss, you know, is what it is. Uh, but it was so cool. So as he was selling, leaving the ring, and there was a kid sitting next to us, probably four. Four or five. I mean, destroyed. The, the, the superhero lost. lost. Yeah, crying. And so Jaden went over there and just showed Jayden, him he was okay. He's like, I'm okay. Jaden was okay, laying buddy. on the floor. Like, he's got his head next to him. He's like, yeah. you know, I'll get him next time. That was so close, like, you know. And he's making okay. the kid feel better. Yeah, right. And then, and that was cool. Props to Jaden on that one. But then Funny Bone comes around after Jaden leaves and gives the kid a high five and raises his hand. Yep. Um, that's the shit I love indie wrestling for. You don't see that on the TV. Those are, those are people that get it. Yeah. So that made it even better. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was so awesome. To and see. then you mentioned because we had a running dialogue <laughs> yeah, we through did. the show about the fan, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I can't wait for Funny Bone. And you, and I was like, quite uh, rightly, said, there, oh, there's, there's something else. else though, yeah. However, <laughs> that would be when one Bubba Blanchard oh. comes out. How is she going to react to Bubba Blanchard? Because Bubba Blanchard will get a reaction out of you, as the little base found out. And the Bubba Blanchard find out little base little database don't give a shit. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. So so they come out. So it's uh the main event time. It's main, main event. event. It's hey. The family. It's Vinny and those damn Blanchards. Hey, 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 hey. We saw an anointment. No, we'll get that in a second. Because <laughs> a bunch of things happened right there that we got to talk about. Yeah. So it's the family taking on Big Ugly and the Bash Brothers as set up last night, and the stipulation if. Big Ugly and the Bash Brothers win. Big Ugly gets any match he wants against Vinny Massaro, which I think is fair. That's a fair. It's a fair stipulation. I can't complain. Yeah. So they come out and Bubba starts yelling immediately because it's what Bubba does. <laughs> Comes around to our side. We're right by the entrance. Little database sitting next to me, booing the Thumbs shit, down. booing as loud as. As thing. I was swift up, you know, I wasn't booing, but I was sitting there like shaking my head, like absolutely We're not. Pointing. I was doing. The family crap around me. <laughs> yeah. hey, and Bubba man. looks a little out of it and says, I will slap the hell out of you. And we're like, go ahead. Says, Bring it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, go ahead. Yeah. We don't and know him. So we pop for that. Uh, and pops. then Vinny Massaro walks by doing the symbol. A old Toledo Joe over here <laughs> does it to him, gets anointed. Uh, Part yep. of the family. Hey, yo. Hey. You know what I did after. Uh, Went to Olive Garden after the show, ordered some pizza, and listened to that Samoy all night uh, long. Yeah, had that Dean Martin on loop. You damn right, brother. Son of a bitch. I love the family. I'm sorry for that's my will. I will say, <laughs> if they do want to continue to be heels, they should find another song. No, because that crowd, well, because that crowd is going to sing the shit out of that. And he's going to be a face. Yeah, I was like both nights. <laughs> I, I mean, I noticed that song is getting over both nights. And it was with a specific uh, part of the sh- of the, the the college kids. The, the college before. kids. Yep. Holy shit! It was ten of them. And it was also the college kids in Salem in the bleachers. And I was like, I don't know why. It's because the Dean Martin dude. <laughs> that's the Moray shit's getting so over with that particular. But it is. So you're looking at 
Face turn, <laughs> Vinny Mazzara. What do you mean he's always a good guy? Right? No, he's, no, he's, he's, the, he's, he's the nice guy. He's the nice guy. Definitely a bad guy. I don't know what you're talking Definitely about. Definitely a bad guy. I don't. You, you're. Don't know what you're talking about. I just want Bubba Blanchard doing AMSR. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? No, no, Bubba, quieter. <laughs> Got it. Bubba hey, library never left. What are you doing? <laughs> he is so fun to watch. Oh my god, it's such so, enjoyment watching yeah. him. Amore. And then I That's what we call Amore. And then I love the um I love the whole thing. I I love watching Big Ugly. Yep. I love Vinny. Bubba's a blast. I love watching my man Jeremy in the graphs. He's the most Memphis. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> that is right down my wheelhouse. You can take that as a huge compliment. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I loved the foot stuck in the back of the shirt bit. That's so good. That was cheating. That yeah, was cheating. I mean, first of all, you deserve it. You won't take the shirt off. You don't like it. First That's off, your you, problem. You, who, who, uh, yeah, you, you were rooting for the guy with the big boot, little boot. Yeah, well, well uh, that's my one question of the show. What was with the oh, big boot, little boot? I, I don't kink shame. I don't judge. No, oh, I mean, I wasn't, you know. We're not it shaming. Feels, feels judgy. A, it wasn't feels a little about judgy. It. That's all I'm saying. Feels it's a, a little judgy. Was that a judgy and blast? <laughs> no. Oh, Yankees win! <laughs> it's just the idea of the the. Well, I got news for you. Vinny getting his shoe, uh, his boot, you know, on the shirt, cheating right there. Boom! Cheating. The Yankees didn't win this night because the far superior team actually lost. I understand because the far superior team won when the big ugly the Bash Brothers got the win, baby. I beg to differ. Nah, that's bull. But then we got some Memphis Heat. We got yeah. justice afterwards. Well, we got justice. Which we'll, we'll need to talk about that after the. By the way, we need to talk about that. <laughs> the heat that people don't understand. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. You mean so what happened? You mean justice? <laughs> that's not what we mean. Uh, family, family justice. A bunch, bunch of jabronis come out and start attacking the peoples. They get. They take a belt from a ref after they beat them up. Started whipping them. I good. felt like I was in the mid south. Then they ran away because they're cowards. Because no, 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 they're cowards. They finished what they, they finished set out what to do. Because they're cowards. You know, once you're done with work, you clock out and leave. You don't just walk around and Aren't, stay there. Hey, because they're cowards. Hey, for, they have a specific time. You know, it's like eight o'clock on USA. We run out. Yeah, that's what happened. You know, it was like becoming time. Like, hey, we got to go. The we're, delivery guy's gonna be here any minute. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're done. We're done, cowards. But anyways, so we find out, uh, so in the back, Big Ugly has made his decision. The next show, it'll be Big Ugly versus Vinny Massaro. A lumberjack match. No running away this time, you coward. How many family members can he bring in to be lumberjacks? Zero family members. I'm calling it now. Zero family members. I was actually a little shocked. Me too. Because after what we'd watched, I assumed a strap match. I thought a strap match. As did I. But then I thought, well, maybe that's for the tag team. So... But uh, back to this heat real quick, Corey. Was that was heat? Was the heat on? You, uh, you explain how some other jabrones in the crowd didn't know, know what was happening? Yeah, well, it's, it's okay. So what they did in the match is, and I'm just, I, don't know, I feel stupid breaking this down, but because um, it's, what they did is the heels got their heat back. It's obvious. They I lost just, the match. You know. They lost the match. Yep. So and this happened all the time way back when the more common sense was used in wrestling. The hills would get their heat back by attacking afterwards, especially in the South and Memphis. You want to use a belt or a fireball, or setting up a reason to have the rematch next month, and setting up the gimmick <laughs> for said rematch the next you month. Know? Um, yeah, you beat them down. You leave them 
And uh, then they won revenge. It's yeah. it's one oh one. It's easy storytelling. Easiest story to tell in wrestling. But like uh, walking out of the building, um, I was behind a couple of uh, younger people, and they were like, "Yeah, well, it's not like the uh, the West Coast show, West Coast Pro Show, where it was just like you know hard action and then you're just done." And I was like, "Yeah, it's called Heat." <laughs> it's just, not the Sunday night variety, although yeah. it was on Sunday night, funny enough. Yeah, it's like, you know, you, you want to get in and build up the anticipation for the rematch. I mean, you saw them dirty Blanchards whipping them with the belts, so uh, you want to probably see, I'm guessing, it's pure speculation, a strap match between those two teams. Would make sense. Um, Would seem to be a, a logical destination. Big Ugly had to chase Vinny Massaro to the back yep. during the match. Yep. So, ergo, choosing a lumberjack match makes all of the sense in the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's that A to B to C booking that you just don't get much anymore, period, ever. And then when you do see it on certain channels on Wednesday nights, they don't always do it. But when they do do it, people complain because it's like, well, it's boring and doesn't mean anything. It's like we've had 20 years of... U.S. State Network's um, A to Z to uh, 35 booking. There it is. Um, so, yeah. I know his house got burned out, so it could have been good. I didn't <laughs> mind it at all because it was family justice. It was. It, it, look, the bad people got what they had coming. They did. And they really did. Well, that'll be next month when Vinny loses that title. <sighs> You're seriously. Wrong. It's terrible. That's terrible. So, before we uh, move on. Good shows, both. Both, both great shows. As always. As always, match match the night for week one, uh, night one, match the night for night two. Vinny and Nick Wayne, and then yep. Midnight Heat against Wayne and uh, Alexander. Yep, all of the above, but Easy. a lot of other great, a lot of other great stuff too. So MVP, Kate Gasly. Tough to go against him. Nick Wayne was in both of my match of the nights, but uh, so I'll say about Kate Cassidy. <laughs> Uh, if you see him walking towards you and he's a little, he's a little angry, go ahead and just give him the lunch money because he's taking it. So just, yeah. just give it to him. Save yourself yeah. a beating. Ask uh, Zeb Saint about it. Uh, just, just give him the money. It's fine. He's nice. He's a nice guy. He'll have money tomorrow. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Just don't piss him off. That's all I'm saying. Fair enough. Fair enough. Don't dive at him. That's all I'm saying. My MVP is <laughs> and don't touch the wrestler. The leader of the family. It's Vinny. He had that good match Friday with Biff Music too in San Francisco. You know what? Good, night, good weekend. Long for weekend for Vinny. Vinny. <laughs> good weekend a long weekend. <laughs> but yeah, overall, fantastic shows. Looking forward to. Looking uh, forward to. I got against right the wall. Against the wall, and June fourth in Eugene. Yeah. And June fifth, break it down. So me and uh, so. Uh, me and Mr. Ruber here were talking about, you know, when February comes around, you know, be a good, uh, like, show called title, Love's a Battlefield. I think so. God damn it. I think so. And then, like, night two, if it's double shots. Hit me hit, with your best shot. Hit me with the best shot. Absolutely. You know what? I'm thinking I need to talk to some family justice. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be coming to your guys' way. But uh, uh, those tickets are available now for Against the Wall and Break It Down. So go to powerprowrestling.com. No, nope, nope. com. Nobody's. I think people don't like my idea, but I think for one night only, it'd be interesting to just book like a nonsensical Monday Night Raw from June of '99 
straight up and down the board. You've got nonsensical heel turns, schmoss finishes in every match, gratuitous violence where there's no need, stupid, long-sensical promos that make no sense, and then call the show. Tonight we're going to book it like it's 1999. There it is. Love is a God damn it. At their shows uh, against the wall, our boy, Hammerstone. He's back. Vinny, Midnight Heat, C4. That's right, we don't see four this weekend. That's right. Zicky Dice. Oof. Your 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 favorite verified friend, Steve Miggs. God. Juicy Rebel oh, Kel. God. That guy's back. And then they're on the same night on uh Break It Down, but with Kevin Blackwood, Dark Chic. That uh, that got uh, the producer. Yeah, she popped. <laughs> she popped hard and she's like looked at uh, us well, like we're going. Last time Dark Chic was here, uh, the crowd popped. I was yeah. like, yeah. Jesus. Star power. <laughs> so, who, which wrestler wears the neon green and black ensemble for Break It Down? Mm, who would that be? The family. The family. The family. Yeah. Degeneration Sicily. Yeah, that checks out. The family, would, the family would be the 07 no. DX reunion. That checks uh, out. My oh, God. my God. <laughs> you, ah, sir. Got him. You classless. Boo the Blanchards. You have no taste. Boo the Blanchards. You have no taste. This is Blanchard Country. Move out of the country. It's all about the picture. Family. Sicily, 1912. I'm sorry, family. <laughs> Running wild. <laughs> what you gonna do? <laughs> well, Hammerstone will be back, so what you gonna do, brother? <laughs> My dude. But get your tickets now, powerprowrestling.eventbrite.com, or download the app on your phone and buy your tickets there. Eventbrite, that's the app. You some bitch. Get it. You don't want to miss out. Power Pro Wrestling is amazing. It's fun for everyone. So get your tickets now. Oh, before we leave. Oh, before we, we leave. got to finish the story. Bubba got through to the person. Did. She enjoyed Bubba. She enjoyed Bubba. She laughed. She looked cried. confused. <laughs> yeah. Laugh, cried. It was a whole kind of... It's a roller coaster of emotion. It was a roller coaster ride, but Bubba, Bubba broke through. If only I could bring in Ryan Cabrera, that'd be great. I'm done. Oh, well, well, I'm, well, I'm not. I'm not done. Well, don't. Uh, fine. Well, I'll wrap it up since uh, we're about to go all the way down here with a Ryan Cabrera. But you can go to nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com, where you can find all of our blogs, all of our podcasts, everything that we do for you. You can also find our latest blog. What does Ryan do to bliss? But I believe Corey's be writing that marriage one. bliss. Is Mar- what it is. Yeah, marriage bliss. Got it. Uh, you can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Baby! And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts.